Hello everybody, and welcome to Table Stories Dying Order, featuring Katie Peters Plays, and Pumpkinberry, and Disby Arix. That's it. We're missing a player. Okay, well then, let's uh, <laughs> just get on with it, shall we? Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us this evening. <laughs> What's happened to you all? What? They're just starstruck because they get to spend time with me. Um, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, my cast is silent for some reason, and uh, maybe that will change. No one knows. Well, no, it won't change. Hi. This is like the opposite of ZBO tomorrow, where everyone's talking <laughs> over everyone, especially me. And then here is just you lot quietly staring awkwardly at me, awkwardly at me until I start the game. What's wrong? What's happening here? Can we? Can we? Let me work out what's happening here. Disby can't speak because she's got too much hair on her face. That's a good enough excuse. <laughs> KPP is just muted in Zoom, and I don't know why. I just don't want to make sounds that. No one wants to hear. I don't know, like clearing my throat and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> what? I'm gonna mute myself again. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll allow it now. Uh, <laughs> PB, what's your excuse? Oh, just torturing you. Mm. Just hoping I can yeah. make you uncomfortable. It's a fair <laughs> enough excuse. Yeah. Um, okay, well, here we are <laughs> once again on a Sunday night. Everyone's rip-roaring and ready to go, full of energy, and prepared to play Dungeons and Dragons. The, demon fight! There is a demon fight, um, or at least something that looks like a demon. You should really hope it's not a demon. Demons are very, very powerful creatures. Could be uh, could be Aura's dad. Could be. Indeed. Um, we'll find out soon enough. I would say let's. I would say let's just catch up, see how you're all doing. But you, no one's, no one's able to speak. Everyone has suffered a terrible larynx-based trauma this week. Um, so I guess we'll just have to figure out what happened to you all as we go on. Exactly. Yeah. Recap and dive us in. All right. Last time. Yes. On. Yes. Dying or not. Um. The gang were in New Thindoon, which is a little town out in the middle of nowhere in the um, dusty desert of Dustvale. And uh, they had come up with a plan to head on out and go across the deserts towards the east. Let me bring over to the map, the map screen. Um, the plan here is to head out of New Thindoon. Um, and over to the area where Dreadtusk is. Dreadtusk, 
um, is just the local name for what these guys know to be the Gate of Time, a place of power, um, uh, where they uh, they are on a they're in a race. They're in a race against something called Symbol, and the plan is to get to Dread Tusk. It's a, a day per hex, so it's roughly about a four-day travel from New Thin Dune straight across the uh, the, the the sands. Symbol, you can hope, is taking the slow route. You guys decided to take the uh, the quick route, which was sort of through the canyon-esque um, northern route, which, if you head uh, this way, there's two days travel there, whereas one day travel through the um, canyons. You hired, or at least somewhat hired, or have in your possession, Marwood, the sandwalker, who's a guide, he will be your guide on your quest, and he is going to ensure that you don't get lost. Um, you came up with a plan to go via the uh, nighttime, because daytime is uh, hot and awful, and nighttime is cold and awful, but that was the one that you decided to, to choose. Um, before you headed out, though, you thought, oh, let's collect some stuff. Um, you purchased some things, some supplies and provisions. Um, you sold some things, some supplies and provisions. You gave some things back, but it was too late. You were already cursed. Um, <laughs> you gained a brand new skill called Zephyr Strike, also known as Raja Strike, um, after the, um, the ancient hero of long past that most don't even believe to be true, the stories they tell of him, Fairlight Excalibur, um who was a very broken Zephyr Strike uh, ranger with a sword that KPP has to live up to. And uh, then... No pressure, KPP. You went to see... Uh, this. Just don't even try. It's not even worth it. It's just too <laughs> difficult. It's just too difficult. The, the bar is too high. Um, the first thing he did was a triple backflip over a train. So, it's just insane. There's <laughs> um, no point. Um, you uh, you also went to see the Chancellor. Well, Pocket's character, Ellie, did. Um, he was a little um, sceptical of what was going on. Um, he seemed to have an idea that perhaps uh, something dark and evil and uh, awful is out there. Hmm. Ellie didn't care. Ellie was like, I feel guilty for give this sword back to the old man who owns the store and ran away. <laughs> All of you then headed out into the uh, the sands and started beginning your uh, the trek east. Um, it is, I think, a little after midnight um, was when you left eventually. And then uh, you've maybe only been walking for, I think, like an hour or so. Um, but those of you that are in charge of like looking and trying to figure out if you're going to be attacked by something failed your checks um, because they're unfortunately very high and you're going the fast but dangerous route and you're also going by night which means you have a uh, less chance of uh, dying to heat stroke but more chance to be attacked by evil things that go bump in the night and something Yay. came running out at you from the uh Darkness. From the darkness there. Um, I think Sooner actually was the one who saw it, or at least it was right next to you, if memory serves. So we're going to jump straight uh, yeah, into it that. Yeah, was running towards us, and I oh, could yeah. see it because oh, of that. It's right next to you. So um, 
in the uh, the moments that lead up to something awful happening. You guys probably all see this. I think everyone has dark vision. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Um, so you all have a decent idea of like what's around you um, at the time, but it is dark. You have 60 feet of dark vision. Um, and this thing kind of lets out this like guttural, awful roar um, and starts just like tramping like through the uh, sand just off to where Sooner is. Maybe you guys are split a little bit in, in a formation of sorts um, with Marwood leading the way when suddenly there's like a and then this thing is boom 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 moving towards you and it's huge when you uh, look to your left sooner you see a, a a big creature maybe maybe eight foot nine foot somewhere there um, muscular Holy. ripped um, thick skin but still like flesh um, with with scales and spikes and points coming off of it. It also has a set of um, horns that spike and pierce upwards and outwards. Tiefling-esque, but not like a tiefling. Um, because, because everyone thinks it's uh, KPP's dad. It might be, <laughs> but it's probably not. Um, you see... Uh, Marwood suddenly spin around. I think everyone probably turns around as this thing comes running towards you. In one um, arm, it's holding like uh, a... I guess you could call it a great sword, but it's more just like a chunk of metal attached to its hand um, as it's running along, gripping this chunk of metal that we're going to call a great sword, but it isn't. Um, and in the other arm, it's holding what looks like a net... In the net, you can see um, a, a humanoid man, but with the head of an eagle um, and his wings um, kind of tangled up, but he's still wearing, like, clothing and things. This is an aracocra, which is a, a sort of bird man. Um, not an evil thing or anything like that. It's not a monster. It's, it's just a dude. Um, but he's he's kind of, like, conscious, but, like, seems dazed. There's, like, a, a wound that sits across his eye, caught in this net as if he's been maybe hit and then caught in a net and then dragged behind this thing. So just be aware that this um, this very large creature is holding a sword in one hand and basically a person in the other, um, dragging okay. him behind uh, in the net. So let's get some initiate tithes uh, as I bring you over to the encounter map there so uh, look. here we are sooner is right next to you um, as okay. we begin um, click on your token and then roll your thing um, I will add you Bobo Bebo and I shall roll for the creature which is known as a Tanneruk and you know this because Marwood is with you Marwood the um, relatively gruff, large um, human. I don't have the Tanarak in the in my uh, roll twenty catalogs. So I have to roll with dice. Um, he shouts pretty uh, pretty quickly as he turns around. He clocks what this creature is and says, "Ugh, that's not good." Um, he 
pulls out his revolver, the same one which is just not very good, um, but he still has because he's not had a chance to replace it, and says, uh, That is a Tanarok. It is basically a demonic orc. Uh, I do not know what the hell it is doing this close to town. You can hear him kind of load uh, uh, or cock his, his gun. Um, he says, It's big, and we're better off not getting close to it. Uh, or engaging it directly. Perhaps we should try and get away from it. Take it down from range. And that's when it's like bearing down on you sooner. Um, okay. We start our session today with Ellie. And Ellie's turn. Yay. What would you I like? I stop and run away. <laughs> you run away. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, I want to go behind this rock. Uh, yeah, I want to move behind that rock, which is about 30 feet. I, I've, uh, I, I, okay, so if I move and stealth, I can't attack, right? If you move and stealth, you can attack because you're a rogue. You can use your bonus action to hide. Okay, so I can move over there, use my bow, and then go into stealth. Yes. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. All right. Remember, you have flame arrows, so I added it to your character sheet as well. They're on your bio in the bottom-most okay. box. Um, you've got flame arrows. I think you've got five of them, and you have the venom dagger, and it says what they do. Um, okay. Now, obviously, those flame arrows are pretty precious, but just so you're aware of what they do, you you know what they do. They're magic in... Um, uh, they're magic. They, they have a... On the head of the arrow, there's a little rune. So when the arrow is fired, it hits the creature, and then the flame ignites magically. So it's not a thing that you have to light. Just so okay. you're aware, you just have to fire it like normal, I'm and it does whatever. Not the gonna use my does. flame arrow, my fire arrow yet. I'm just gonna hit him with a regular arrow, yeah. or well, yeah. I should say try to hit him with mm-hmm. a regular arrow. Ah, uh, right. let me do that roll. Twenty-two. Twenty-two is a hit. And I get yes! sneak attack, right? Or no? You get sneak attack. I think you also get assassinate, don't you? Uh, yes. Because I hit first, or is it because... Uh, because he pe- hasn't gone, if, that is, if yeah, I'm correct. Yeah, if I go I'm before gonna... someone else hasn't gone in combat, right? Yeah, so I think... What does that do? What does that give you? Does that just give you advantage on the attack? Uh, or do you get oh, more yeah, damage? Oh, yeah, I think it just gives advantage, doesn't it? Do you want to roll yeah. again, just in case it's a crit? Oh, okay, okay. 25. Nope, but it's yes. still a hit. <laughs> Jeez. So in total, you do seven piercing damage and four sneak attack damage. You get sneak attack because yeah. Suna is stood next to it. That's how the rogue sneak attack works. Um, whether, then, if you have advantage or if someone, one of your allies is next to the thing, distracting it. Okay. And then 25 to go into stealth. And then you vanish. How do you stealth though? There's not a lot around here. I think that like oh oh uh I I said I wanted to move right behind this rock thingy, right here. It's about right. it was thirty uh, meters or feet or whatever away. Yeah, so you're probably running sideways. You fire off an arrow and then you just kind I'd of. I'd say like you see me running and then as I'm jumping, I fire an arrow and then I just disappear into like smoke behind the rock. Yeah. Just like just just vanish. Just gone into so. the the. I mean, it is nighttime. I've not got the. Uh the dark vision stuff on the map because it just seemed pointless but you uh yeah, yeah you just vanish into the the darkness there aura it is your turn there is a very large thing bearing down on 
Zuna. Right in front of you, what would you Help like to do? Help me! Sorry. <laughs> Does... I speak Orcish. Okay. <laughs> would he understand me? <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Give me a nature check. Okay. 17. 17. You, um... First of all, you heard, um... Marwood, who isn't on the turn order and I forgot about, um, say that the... Um, thing is is an orc and I think maybe you've heard of the Tanaruk before um, you know of orcs a little bit because of the um, the orcs that are all around where you live um, sometimes they just get um, infused with like they just mess with them orcs will mess with other more orcs and just infuse them with weird stuff demonic energy being one of them um, and supposedly that's how these were created. So this thing is essentially an orc, or at least it was once. Um, it's just like a big demon-boosted orc. So there's a very good chance it speaks orcish. Can I speak to it to try to persuade it to just go away? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can, yeah. You, uh, you, you give me what you say and we'll see if it's effective enough. I stand up and I raise my hands like I'm ready to cast a spell if I need to. Yeah. Please, sir, I, I would ask you to leave. We, we, can't, we mean no harm. We can all share these lands together. I would I would ask that you just walk away. All right, give me a persuasion check. <laughs> 17. 17's good. I think what you do is that you, you stumble him for a moment. Um, I think he's not expecting you to speak to it. Um, and it's running forward. It brings up this huge, like, cleaver, this giant piece of just metal that's, it looks like, it, look, it would look to us like something that was ripped off of the side of a van or something. Um, and as it's about to bring it down on Suna, you see him stop as he turns to you, eyes wide, kind of shocked for a moment. Um, it says, Oh, me hungry. I'm sure we can... Uh, um, I reach for the lizard on my back. Would you like this lizard? It said, if what? you leave us. Yes, we take lizard. I'll walk cautiously up to him. <laughs> and I'm going to grab Suna by the arm if, if I can and just pull her over to me and then place the lizard on the ground and slowly back away. Okay. Um... As you get to here, you see him, like, look at your arm. And I think he probably... what I think what happens here is as you're about to try and, like, move sooner out of the way, you see that he's going to bring down the sword to try and chop your arm off and then take the lizard that way. Does this all count as my move or can I still do something? You can do a bonus action. You can also I'm move. Gonna, I'm going to do Zephyr Strike that I just learned. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to move. <laughs> to move. You won't be able to, to take Suna with you. Okay, but he's only... He's bringing down the sword to my arm. He's going to try Correct. and kill you and eat the lizard and you, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to use Zephyr Strike. I'm going to take the lizard with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So you activate uh, the Zephyr Strike, which means that you can move 
um, without provoking opportunity attacks. And the first time you make a weapon attack on your turn before this spell ends, which is one minute. And you're also concentrating. So how concentration works, spellcasters, um, is that you're like having to like consciously hold the spell going. And um, if you cast another spell that has the concentration tag, it will overwrite this one and then turn that one off. Also, when you get hit, um, you have to roll a dice to hold the concentration up because you've got to keep like going with it. Um, okay. But yeah, you, this lasts for a minute. A minute each each round is about six seconds long in total. So you get about 10 turns, 10, 10 full turns um, before it runs out. Um, okay. And then when you make uh, attack rolls, you can um, have advantage, I think. And also your speed increases by 30 feet until the end of the turn. It's such a stupid spell. I hate it. And I'm really glad I gave it to you for free. Um, <laughs> so uh yeah you can activate that spell but really you can't do anything if you want to move out of the way you can um but that will you know potentially turn him on to sooner i mean he's gonna chop my arm off he's gonna so... try and attack you I, i'm not gonna say he, he's not necess- he's still gotta beat your ac and stuff I'm going to just try to do fast feet and, like, move around him, and I'll just maybe move back, like, one spot. All right. It's the end of your turn? Yes. All right. Um, Marwood. You just probably hear a gunshot um, crack from the distance as he fires his revolver with a natural 23 at the, uh, the creature. There is a gunshot that goes off a flash of light and then you just see like a piece of this tanarok maybe like above one of its um ginormous pecs just kind of burst open with blood it kind of shoots through the air and uh marwood says hey look i hit with it uh okay it's still going and he deals a shizzlers 13 damages to the Tanner up. Um, bringing us to Bo- Bobo. Your turn. Alright. Well, oh, I'm gonna go gentle with this with this guy. I think he's very misunderstood. I think he's merely jesting. Uh, I'm just gonna um, It's you like know. stomping around and screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, I think he's just having a little tantrum. I'm gonna uh, make that. I give it an incredibly intense stare, and and as it it returns its its eyes eye contact with me, I uh, it, it's like a slap in the face, like like he's been a bad boy, and and uh, I as I shout, yeah. Hopefully, it's the last thing he sees is my uh, my my not so good looking face, and and uh, I I cast I cast blindness. Okay, so. Yeah, this thing, like, looks at you, and it has to make a constitution saving throw. Is that right? Hang on. If it fails, it's either blind, and, uh, yeah, okay. So, con save. This is... Okay. Uh, I'll roll it here. It has a plus five. Oh, Oh, it rolls an eight, which I assume is a fail against your spell save DC. Which is on your spell sheet in the top in the middle. There are three big boxes, and there's one that says a spell save DC. That's the number he has to beat. 
He has to roll higher then on your uh, magic spells page. Bow. Oh. You see it? Uh, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. That's all right. Hold so on. So on I'll the sheet, open your sheet, it'll say core bio and then spells. If you just hit the spells tab, it'll sell, oh. say right up top, spells save DC right in the middle. Oh, 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 14. 14. All right. Yeah. So th- lots of creatures. You'll probably need be asked this question of lot. What's your spell save DC? It's kind of the same as your AC. It's the number that they have to beat to uh, successfully avoid the effects of your spell. And he rolls an eight. So, yes. yeah, I think he probably like looks, he's like bringing his sword down to try and chop off the arm of Aura and he sees you. Me eat old man last. Ah! Who turned the light out? Um, and then he just starts stumbling around. Is that the end of your turn? Do you want to move at all? Uh, I think I'll get a little closer to Aura. Okay, you want to get closer to the creature? All right. Uh, fine. No problem. Big guy's this turn. Fine. Big guy stands over here. Because oh! he was stumbling that way anyway. And uh, he is still going to attempt to just swing wildly at you, Aura. Um, let's see here. Yeah. All right. So, two attacks coming in. Now, this is awful. Plus seven? Okay. Two attacks um, with disadvantage. For the first one, Aura, is a natural one. Roll me a d20. (gasps) This is going your way. That's an 11. Let me me bring up my... uh... So, melee... uh, So, fails and... um... Fails on stuff, I think, are more fun if you roll a random thing. So I roll on a random failure table sometimes for when you roll a natural one. It goes for the enemies and you, to make it fair. Uh, And an 11 means um, he exposes his weak spot and the next attack has advantage on their next attack against him. So remember that. I think you have it anyway, but uh, be aware of it. And then, uh, so that's a miss. So he swings kind of just wild at you. Um, you feel the the wind and rush of this metal club, greatsword thing, um, probably all, over all three of your heads um, as this thing <laughs> swings over the top of you. He says, We still smell you. And then he swings again with disadvantage once more because he's still blind. A 15 against you, Aura, and your AC. My AC is 18. 18. So- Suck it. Yeah, I think you kind of like lean backwards and once again, this thing flies over the top of you. And what's the rules on this? Um, at the end of each of its turns, it can make a con save once more. So he can try and shake off the effects of the blindness by making another con save. And he has to beat 15, right, Bo? It's 14. 14? Okay. 11! He is still blind. Why do you see? Um... He gets more and more angry. And just starts stomping around. His nostrils flaring. Um, now that you're next to this thing, by the way, it's, it smells so bad. Um, it smells like old dusty piss. Yeah. Bringing us to Suna's turn. Um, if he's blind, can we move without provoking opportunity? 
no. of attack. But you, okay. he will have disadvantage if he tries to hit you. Okay, and then the next person to attack has advantage on him. Does that include, like, if I were to cast a spell? Mm. If it's not an attack spell? <clears throat> uh, I would assume not, no. It would be an attack. Okay. Uh, if your spell is an attack roll, then it would have advantage. Other yeah, it's no. not. Okay. Um, well, Aura has mm. advantage against it, specifically, because she he revealed a weakness to her. Like, he overstepped, maybe, and now she can, like, maybe slice upwards. Okay. Um, and I think you, have, you have advantage in, from something else, but I've already forgotten what it was. I think you just have advantage because he's blind anyway, so you're good. Yeah, but I don't think that counts if I'm going to, like, cast Levitate, for example. Oh, right, like, yeah. I don't... Yeah, his, him making a save is, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, different... yeah, that's what I'm going to try to do. Yeah. Okay. So, good fucking luck. Let's hope he fails mine. But knowing my luck, he'll roll like a 20 with that plus 5. Mm. So it's a con save from him. A constitution saving throw. Yes. And I'm now just reading that it has magic resistance. Which means it has advantage on saving throws against magic spells and other magical effects. Which he didn't get to do against blindness, but I will remember. Um, okay. So he has advantage on this. Which means it's a 20. Okay. So what, what do you think happens here? What does this look like? Um, I probably try to, like, I reach out and I get ready to levitate, but maybe he's too heavy. Like, I feel like he's just too heavy in my mind, so I can't lift him up off the ground. Mm, yeah. Um, I'm going to move out of the way. I'm going to okay. leave. Okay. I'm going to roll a dice. Yep. All right. You move out of the way. He... I think he is you. Um, yeah. Skittering away. Weirdo. <clears throat> and uh, he brings this piece of metal down near you. Um, but he does have advan- disadvantage. So, it's a 12 against your AC. Oh, that is not a hit. Yeah, you turn around and move and then he... Ah. <sighs> I hear you. But misses you as he brings this thing down wide of where you are. And you can move uh, away from him, yeah. Then into your turn? Uh, Yes. Cool. (sighs) Ellie, your turn. What would you like to do? I roll my eyes as Bobo hesitates, being all nice and stuff. Pop out of stealth. Try to ping him again with a normal arrow. Miss horribly. Yeah. The oh, you have advantage. Oh, Bobo, what are you doing? What? You have advantage because he's blind. Oh, oh, oh! He's right. cute and he smells like roses. <laughs> Sixteen. Sixteen is a hit. Oh, okay. Eleven uh, sneak attack and seven piercing. Nice. Oh yes. Um. Yeah. Uh. So you pop an arrow off. I like. I like yell at Bobo. Bobo, aim. Aim it for his fucking head. Just, oh no, my god. And Bobo then I go should cell. get back. <laughs> he yeah, should just Bobo's like running that. in like a, a, yeah. a crazy old man. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're stealthing up again. Yeah. All right. Yeah, an arrow comes out of seemingly nowhere and strikes this Tanarak and... Do you know how much that's doing? By the way, all of this is in Orcish. So only uh, any of you that can speak Orcish can hear... 
whatever the fuck he's saying or understand what he's saying. Sorry, you can hear everyone else just probably hears. And then, yeah, that's what it, that's what it sounds like. Um, Aura, that brings us to your turn. I'm saw his weak spot. So yeah. I, I when he swung at me, I definitely did like a matrix move where I like bent backwards. Then I came back up, and I'm gonna pull my sword out, and I'm just gonna drive it up. Like I think I saw like a little spot in his armpit area mm. that wasn't covered, and so I'm just gonna try to try to drive my great sword right up into his armpit. Mess him up, loud. Me that attack, you have oh. advantage again. Uh, yeah, so I have advantage. Oh. Wow. Um, somehow, <laughs> you missed. But I have advantage too with Zephyr Strike, right? Yeah, you don't. You can't stack advantage, though, unfortunately. Okay. Um. So, you bring this sword up, and I think he's just like he's spinning around wildly, spinning with this sword, and this arrow strikes him just as you're about to like jab into his uh, weak spot here, and then he. <laughs> Leans, he leans backwards and this arrow gets him and you just, you're just off your mark for a second as you stumble forward, missing him with this, this great sword. You hear Marwood tuck behind you. So disappointed. <laughs> I hear that. And so I, it kind of fires me up. So I'm just going to take a step back. Yeah. But that doesn't, I'm still in his range though, so he can't. Um, you're not in his range, his, so I can give him another thing of square of threat range so you can uh, see what that's all about still. Okay. Um, but he... You have Zephyr Strike, which is literally sort of designed for this. Okay. So that square where the red is, five foot square around him, um, if you leave that, he will get a potential attack of opportunity. Um, however, Zephyr Strike... Um, your movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks, so you can actually move in and out as freely while this spell is up because okay. um, oh, it's part of what the spell does. So this um, wouldn't, this normally would trigger the opportunity attack, but because of that spell, it doesn't. Okay, so I'm just going to go back two spaces or back a few feet and because I, I don't want to leave Bo. Mm-hmm. I just want to not be in his range of swinging around. Okay, yeah. Um... Marwood behind you is sort of shouting probably at Bo. <laughs> He's saying, I told you not to get close. And you hear a uh, another gunshot go off from young Marwood on a 14. That's a hit. I try your shooting. Another 10 piercing damage dealt by Marwood as a, a bullet strikes this Tanarak. You see it kind of catch this muscular, thick hairy thigh um, and the tanner up it's dead uh, he seems to get more and more angry bringing us to you Bo you are now like there's this just giant like 8 foot demon monster in front of you just Whoa. all muscle um, and uh, you're like right next to it and everyone else has left you there it's, it's okay everybody I think he's just very cranky I know just I uh, okay well, well, to you, that sounded like... That's what it sounded I, like to I, you. I, I don't understand your hubba wubbas. Oh, okay. okay, this is what's gonna happen, mister. You're going to bed. You need a nap. Long overdue. 
Okay. Bippity boppity boo. <laughs> and literally cast uh, sleep on this this big fella. Nice. Uh, so sleep is an interesting spell um, in D and D. It is a weird one. Basically, you roll five d8, and the total is how many hit points of this of creatures this spell can affect. So I assume you aim this sleep spell at him. Yes. Um, and uh, so creatures within a twenty feet, uh, within twenty feet of a point you choose, are the ones that fall asleep. Are you within it? Do you cast it on him, or do you cast it like behind him so that it hits him on like the twenty foot mark here? Where do where do oh. you where do you place the spell? Because there's like a twenty foot like radius AOE. Oh wow! So if you cast oh, well, it like on him, it would potentially hit your teammates. Is, oh boy! Okay, well I, d- I didn't consider that. Okay, I guess so you we'll have it come it from lands. behind so it, it kind of sneak attacks him. Yeah. Um. So this spell technically goes off like behind him. It hits him. Um. He needs to, so you rolled a twelve, which is an incredibly low roll for the for five d eight. Oh! Um. So he needs to have less than twelve HP to fall asleep. Oh god! Um. Which he doesn't. So how does this spell oh. look magically? Okay. Well, it comes off like uh like sleepy dust. I don't know, like sparkles and stuff in the in the air. Uh, but it, it does absolutely nothing to him. He just <laughs> he doesn't even flinch. He's just screaming. Uh, He's far too angry. Um, He probably lets out a big sneeze. Some of it probably went up his nose. (laughs) So this spell, by the way, when if you had rolled like a lot more um, uh, points, it uh, potentially can make other things fall asleep as well. Like it reduces. Say he had ten HP. That would put him to sleep, and you'd still have two points, and it goes to the next person um, with the lowest HP in that 20-foot. Oh. And if they have two HP, they'll fall asleep too, and it, it knocks off the HP as it goes down. Does that make sense? Oh, it's, a weird, it's a weird spell. Oh, start, wow, yeah. And it's worth looking up if you're interested in it and you're listening. Okay. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, it's a low roll, and oh. he has a decent amount of HP. Um, it's at least more than 12, and yeah, he doesn't fall asleep. He just keeps okay. screaming at you. Well, that's just okay. Well, that's just awkward. I'll, I'll, I'm just gonna back up a little bit. Now, if you back up a little out of that red threat range, he gets a free attack on you. But he is still blind. Oh, okay. All right. You know what? Um, you know what? Uh, maybe he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Uh, okay. You know what? I'm willing to risk it for the biscuit. All right. Move wherever you would like to move. Okay. And there is a the sound of a big sword coming towards you oh my god Oof. uh oh! 21 is what he rolled i assume that's higher than your ac oh absolutely all right well this ginormous Oof. sword uh connects with you let's see what does it do 2d6 plus four damage um oh. so you feel um, a tear in the back of your clothing maybe and then like yeah. a, a warm sensation as some as some blood um, is uh, is leaving your body and a wound to the tune of eight hit points is opened up a gash that runs down oh. your back as you run away and just the tip of this thing kind of just catches you he, he's still swinging wildly but he aims for the area where he can smell or um, maybe hear you and catches you just as you run away it Oof. is 
Now, the Tanarok's turn. I'm gonna give him a perception roll with... No, with just a perception roll. It's pretty good. I think he's gonna stumble forward. Again, you two are now back within his threat range and he's gonna swing quite wildly at both of you. One to each of you. One, first one to Aura, second one to Bo. The disadvantage, again, natural one. So Aura, roll me another d20. A one. Um, okay. He swings, like, insanely. He catches his foot on a rock. And then his sword flies over your head. It lands, like, ten feet away from him. Um, I'm gonna find, like, a thing to try and show you where it is on the map. I, it's it's going to look like a sword, I think, but it's not really. It's just a chunk of metal. But just so that we know where it landed on the map. Um, I will put it in there. Does that look like a sword? Yeah, it looks like a sword. Um, it lands here. Um, behind you. He throws it over your head. He starts looking around blindly. He's still got the blind effect on him. Um... I think, let's see what else he can do. Oh, okay, yeah. He, um, then he, like, falls to all fours. He's still got a dude, by the way, that he's dragging behind him in a net. Yeah. And he kind of just starts lashing out, and you see that he's trying to, like, snap and bite at you guys with this. He's got a big mouth full of horrible-looking teeth and terrible breath, bow. as, uh, he attempts to bite you. He's still blind, so he has disadvantage. Oh, still smells like roses. Oh, God. And 19. Oh, yikes! I didn't yep. see. All right. Uh-huh. So, Oof. he, uh... I smell you. He bites you for six damage. I think yeah. he probably catches, like, one of your arms and just grabs you. And he starts to, like, drag at you. And you feel his teeth, like, grate down your forearm before you pull it free, before he can chomp down too much. Very tasty. He says, but you hear. Yeah, Aura knows what he says. Yeah, I like you too. <laughs> He's gonna roll his uh, his con save now to try and beat the blindness. If I can find it. Now he has advantage, so. Wow! He's still blind. He is still blind. Um, brings us to Suna's turn. Oh boy. Um. <clears throat> I'm gonna cast Infestation. <laughs> God, what the hell is that? Uh, I'll put it in the chat. Okay. How do I? Just click on the uh, speech bubble, I think, is what does that. If that's not there, then... There is no speech bubble. Then I shall read it myself. Here, I have I found it. Just... Oh, you want to okay. on him? Yep. You know? Oh, there it is. What does it say? You cause a cloud of mites, fleas, and other parasites to appear momentarily on one creature you can see within range. The target must succeed on a constitution saving throw, or it takes 1d6 poison damage and moves 5 feet in a random direction. 
Okay. Literally everything I have is constitution, so let's hope he fucking <laughs> fails. <laughs> All right. He gets advantage, so <clears throat> that is already a natural okay. 25. All I'm right. sorry. Yeah, That's he's, all right. He is a... Uh, he's good against you. Yeah, he is. And um, yeah, I think... Uh, what does it... Does it do anything? Does it, Or does it... Do your spells just fail? They just fail. Uh, at least this one doesn't say anything if it doesn't... Uh, if it does anything. So I think I just... Because <laughs> I need components for this one. I need my pouch of fleas. So I'm probably like... Now, where did I... Where did I put them? I swear I... Aura, did you move my flea bag? No, I didn't touch your flea bag. I have mealworms. And that's it. That's the end of my turn. <laughs> All right. God. There's a uh, there's a big um, Tanarak sort of orcish <laughs> demon thing moving around on all fours. Like one hand is kind of like swiping out, looking for his his sword blindly, while he's still kind of like gnashing out at you, like some sort of bear or something on the ground. Sort of like just off to one side of him, on his maybe his left. You can see this um, this man who's just part bird, part man, kind of coming to, and he looks around a little dazed and confused, covered in in sand, as if he's been dragged a little ways. Blood running down his face. Um, he is waking up, but he's not awake. Ellie, it is your turn. You probably see this thing nearby, gnashing at the uh, tiefling and bow. Oh man, I'm debating hitting the guy, but I'm gonna aim at him. The orc. Just so or that the, happens to be the on dude, your the list. Big dude. All uh, right, twenty-two is a hit. And do, 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 do. sixteen. Sixteen piercing damage with your sneak attack. Yeah, another arrow comes out of uh, the darkness to your left, or um, bow. You see it kind of strike the, um, the Tanarak kind of maybe along one of his flanks as he's moving around. And as you guys look left, there's just no one there. <laughs> there's a rock <laughs> that has been firing arrows at this creature the entire fight. Um, and he doesn't even seem to notice. <laughs> I mean, he he notices. He lets out a cry. Yeah. There's another arrow in him. He's not like ginormous. These seem to definitely be doing damage to him. You can see they're buried okay. deep. They're ble- he's bleeding from them. And he, every time he gets hit, he's like, <laughs> which is something I can't repeat on Twitch. So, brings us to Aura. Your turn. Okay. I'm... I'm going to try to keep him away from his sword. I want to use my wind wall to blow him back into the rocks. What the fuck? Okay. I don't know what wind wall is. I just find out. Is it an Oasis song? Sorry. <laughs> yes, I was going to sing it and then I decided to not. <laughs> it's a window. To the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little John song. <laughs> uh, uh, what does it say? What, what does it do? Uh, a wall of strong wind rises from the ground at a point you choose within range. You can make the wall up to 50 feet long, 15 feet high, and one foot thick. You can shape the wall in any way you choose so long as it makes one continuous path along the ground. The wall lasts for the duration. When the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a strength saving throw. The creature takes Oof. a 3d8 bludgeoning damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. How I can keep reading if you'd have like. this spell? This is an unbelievably powerful spell, isn't it? Hang on. You, you and I Hang did on. it together. So. Oh, yeah. 
he does that all the he time. Did. He's like, do this thing. And then during I the show, he's like, how did you have, how do you have it? I'm like, you gave it to me, Bradley. <laughs> I asked you if it was okay. <laughs> uh, let me have a look. Yeah, no, this is a third level spell. Uh, this is, no, how, when, when did I, okay, maybe you, you. No, you gave me, remember we have wind wall and flame arrows? We did make this character like <laughs> six months ago. So. <laughs> I don't know how you have these. You don't even have second level spells. This is a third level spell. Um, my sincerest apologies if it was my fault. I was wrong. And I'm willing to admit that right here and right now. But you definitely don't have this spell. This spell is unbelievably strong for your level. Okay. I don't know okay. if we... I feel like... I remember you adding spells and then I said you don't have that level yet. Because you, we had a conversation where you were, said you were level 3 and this is the worst thing about spellcasting in this game because your spell level and your character level are different and yet they still, they call them levels! And that's the most confusing thing ever. I don't know why that's the phrase. So I think that's what happened here. Um, okay. I have a feeling that I had said that you can't have them and then I didn't delete them and they're still there. Okay, so then we'll just chat after and delete them. Um, yeah. I'm going to... I think you have the right amount of spells on the first level spells, though. I don't think you have this many spells, because you have one, two, three, four, five spells. Um, then I don't know. It was there, so I was going to use it, but I since I can't... Yeah, sorry. Can I... If I run back and grab his sword... Will that count in Zephyr Strike? Uh, what do you mean? So his sword's on the ground. Mm. I want to go grab it so I can use both swords to try to stab him. You want to dual wield great swords? I know I'm probably not strong enough, but I want to try. Purely because of the fuck up, I'm going to let you do it, but technically you can't do it. So um. you can disengage from him freely. Um, okay. You can pick up a weapon on... You can pick stuff up, like, on movement. It's weird. I don't know why it's not an action or anything, but you can um, pick this up in the movement, and then you want to run back in with two of them. Will that give me disadvantage? Because normally, if she doesn't have um, <clears throat> dual can't, wielding, you can't, right? No, you can... Every single person can dual wield your offhand... You just don't get proficiency when you attack with your offhand. Okay. The problem is you're supposed to use a light weapon um, or you need the dual wielding thing. I'm going to let KPP do it once and then okay. the real rules will apply from now on. You get a burst of energy like when, you know, when like mothers pick cars off of children in car wrecks and stuff. Um, just purely because there was spell confusion and that's it. There was Brad confusion. But you I can't like you can't actually dual wield two yeah. great swords um, anyway. It's because Marwood it's a limit was break. ticking at me, going kind of thing, so I got real pissed and I went and grabbed the other sword and I'm just gonna like I know I'm not strong enough, so I'm gonna like tuck it underneath me and I'm gonna run. I'm like gonna tuck and run at the orc yeah. to try to stab him. Give me two great sword attacks. And there's no advantage, nothing on this, correct? Nope. You should have. You shouldn't even be able to do it, but, and you should also have disadvantage. But wow! All right, one's a hit, and the next one is a natural one. So 
Give me the... Which one did you swing with first? I use my sword because that's the one I'm most familiar with. Okay. Give me the damage on that one. Because that 11. comes in, it cleaves a, a nasty 11 points of damage off of him. Um, probably opening up a pretty severe wound along the front of his chest, up over his shoulder. And then roll me a d20 for what the hell you do with the second one as you uh, as you uh, roll the natural one. Six. A six. Um, you just la- launch it. <laughs> you might, do, maybe you do like a swing thing where like you swing one upwards and then you swing the other one. But then just like him, you realize now why this thing slipped out of his hand. The hilt of the sword is covered in something slimy and weird. Um, and you just launch it and it just it fires offwards it goes over his head um and into the darkness beyond as you also throw this sword but it looked cool um and and yeah you uh you launch the second great sword into the distance but you've opened up a terrible wound in him he um he says ah i hit you first as he swings his head roughly in your direction um anything else on your turn No, I'm just gonna back out of his attack area. I'm gonna, I'm backing up more this time. <laughs> sure, <laughs> just yeah. Gonna... Another gunshot yeah. goes off from Marwood, and it's a miss. <laughs> the rock near where Ellie is, there's like a crumple of uh, rocks as the bullet hits that, ricochets offwards. Ellie probably has to duck a little bit as some pebbles run over the top of her head. No one knows she's there. And nah, I don't even duck. I just, I know it's not going to hit, and it just barely <laughs> scrapes. Some pebbles fall down. I'm like, oh, come on. There's like a bullet hole. Like, you, the rock behind you, the bullet hole just goes through the rock and past you yeah. like that corn video. Um, all right. Bow, bow, bow. Your turn. Okay. Like well, I'm checking myself out, and as I'm doing so, I feel the intense pain on my right shoulder, and uh, oh, that uh, that guy certainly left a mark. So uh, I'm gonna do something about it. Uh, so uh, awkwardly, I'm uh, putting my hands out. I uh, bust them over, kind of, kind of something like the Macarena, and I perform cure wounds. Nice. <laughs> uh, and you're curing yourself, yeah? Yeah. How does it look? Well, it's all sh- it's it's like I, I start glowing and stuff as I start dancing the macarena. Hey, macarena! I and then I, I, I start feeling better. Oh, whew, that was that was getting too close, big guy. <laughs> sure. Do you oh, want to move? I mean, this thing back. is like trying to bite you and eat you. Ah, uh, yeah, that that too. That's like okay. Now now that I've busted out a move, I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna back up. All right. We'll get to attack you with disadvantage because Ew. it's blind. Okay. Which also means Marwood would have had advantage, but I forgot and we moved on. That's the rule. Nice and early in, in the in the campaign here. If we do a thing and we just move on and then we're like, oh, I forgot he poisoned or oh, I was blind. And then we, that's it. What's done is done. Otherwise, we have to live in alternate realities. Uh, okay, you you gonna move or you gonna risk it? Oh, I'm I'm gonna move. I'm backing up. There is a gnashing noise from behind you as the creature attempts to bite you with uh, disadvantage. No, sixteen. What's your AC? Ah, it's fifteen. Oh dear. He bites you again. 
I think he also thinks that you are Aura as well. Like, he keeps... He thinks he's winning against Oof. Aura, who was his main thing, because he wants the lizard. Uh, he's going to bite you for 11. Good God. That's a lot of damage. Um, oh. I think... Um, he probably takes a chunk out of your ass. As he... Not my bone armor! I think... paid good money for that! Yeah, he gets a chunk of bow, 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 ass. <laughs> and he just rips a, just a nasty chunk oh. of old man elf ass uh, to the tune of 11 points. Tasty. Then in your turn. That I do. The Tanner is going to roll a perception check. Uh, what was your stealth check here, Ellie? Because you're in this range of. Uh, I think now. it was a 15 last time. Yeah, 15. Oof. All right. Okay, yeah. you got like a 21, huh? No. <laughs> he runs. Uh, he runs straight ahead for you again, Bobo. He's chasing that ass. He's chasing, literally... No! Chasing that ass! Um, he does move into range of you, Ellie, but he doesn't know that you're there, or at least he doesn't come for you. Um, and uh, he is going to attempt to bite you again. What the? Yes. But many disadvantages coming in. One, two, a 15. And your AC was 15 again? Yeah. That's one hit. And then he's going to oh. try and bite you again because he's got multi-attack. Oh my god! Why? Uh, 15 again! Alright, this what is going to suck. He that, is going oh, to roll. This is going to suck. 2d8 plus 8. You've got at least 8 coming in. Let's hope he rolls low as he oh, comes in. He just chases geez. after you. He bites you once and then... You're running away and he's just all fours running after you now. Oh my god. There's this dude in a net. He just lets the dude go and it just rolls behind him as he just chases after you and he kind of does his big jump, leap and pounce and then he bites you again and he is going to deal 17 piercing damage to you. I'm down. Down. Bo... Slam to the ground. Probably, like, you guys probably don't even see it. Like, this thing just jumps onto Bo and then... Um, just starts biting Bo on the ground. You can't even see Bo. It's probably on top of where, like, Bo is. And, um... She's down. Or he's down. And... So, Bo, is the first time you've been down? Yes. It indeed is. So, at zero hit points, you are not dead... You are knocked out. If uh, if you take any more damage, you'll fail a death save. What you're doing now, on your character sheet in the middle, you can see death saves, successes, <clears throat> and failures um, on the core page, main page. Okay. You'll see um, the death saves. Now, they... What happens here is you roll a d20 uh, on your turn. This is all you can do on your turn now is roll what's known as a death save. If you fail three of them, which is less than a 10, you will die. If you get... Um, a 10 plus then you stabilize you're like you just you don't you're not dying anymore uh, as it stands you're kind of in limbo you're bleeding out this thing is uh, messing around on top of you looks like it's going to try and eat you 
Oh, um, God. But you're kind of just KO right now, rolling around in the sand. Oh, like a ragdoll. Yikes. You're being ragdolls. Suna, your turn. How tall are you, Bo? Uh, I'm, I'm not that tall. Uh, I think I'm uh, roughly maybe five, uh, uh, five. Oh, okay. I'm five nine. I'm not so bad. Okay. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to cast Mold Earth. And he's like on top of Bo, like uh, trying to eat Bo. Yeah, I mean, he's still blind. So it's kind of like this thing where he's kind of pawing and batting at it. Like you might see a dog with a toy kind of situation. He's like a, he's he's more humanoid than animalistic, but he's got these big thighs that kind of allow him to bend in a way that makes him look very animal. Um, okay. And Bo's just between his legs, I think, at this point, And he's kind of like snapping. I mean, you, you probably, at this point, we freeze frame as he's te- he tears a chunk out of like Bo's back. Yeah. And then you react. I would like to see if I can use mold earth and encase this, take the stone from this rock here by us and put it around his legs so he can't move. Is that possible? Uh, I guess so. Mold earth. Let's have a look. Ah, I pressed a button. Otherwise, I want to, like, I want to cocoon bow so he can't eat him. Basically give him, like, a rock shield. Let's see. Um, this is a cantrip. Cantrip means it's not that strong. So that's the first thing you should be aware of. You can um, mold well, a portion so of that. Well, strong as my stone. Can concentration, right? Uh, I don't think it's even concentration. It, with with uh, that fits within a five foot, you can manipulate in one of the first ways. You target an area of loose earth, and you can instantly excavate it, move it along the ground, deposit it up to five feet away. You can cause shapes, colors, or both to appear in the dark stone. Dirt or stone you target on the ground, it can become difficult terrain, or you can cause the ground to become normal terrain if it's already difficult terrain. Mm. I think the reason it gives you loose earth is so that you can't do this. I feel like there's a spell that is a powerful version of this, which is why you can't really do it. I would say you might be able to cover up bow. You'd be better off trying to cover bow. Okay, I don't think you can mold it like and encase his leg. Um, okay. Because it would just be like sand, and I think it would fall apart. I think that's what it's. You don't have that level of control. Well, you do either stone shape. S- that's what it's called. Stone or um. Yeah, I'm wondering if so. Potentially, I could use the sand, right, rather than the rocks, because the rocks not loose earth. Uh, yeah. But is that going to protect him? It would just give. Hopefully. This thing's relying on its sense of smell. Okay. Yeah, then I'm going to do that. I'm going to create, I guess, a hard sand shield around Bo. All right, sand coffin. Yep. Yeah, I think that's what this is for. It's more about displacing less powerful... Oh, yeah, it's definitely not meant to be used this way, but I'm just trying to help Bo. I'm down for working out whether things can do this. But you, usually there's things like stone shape that exists that you're aiming to do stone shaped stuff, which might be a spell that you get later on. Yeah. I'd... Um. All right. So you're kind of just covering bow. In yeah, dirt. I'm Suddenly, protecting bow. Yeah. There's a, a wash so... of dirt and sand that covers over. We see like a lump of bow now covered in in dirt and sand as 
the uh, the creature kind of like moves around a little confused, I think. At the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, and I also step forward so that I can be in range to do that. So I'm now right next to Marwood. All right, Ellie's turn. If he can't see me, can I step out of the zone without... Oh, yeah, I can disengage, right? You could do that, yeah. Yeah, uh, and that's my bonus action, right? Yeah. Um... You know what? This is what I'm going to do. I think that I am uh, going to... Oh, oh boy. Uh, Let me do this. Let me try to measure this real quick. I'm going to disengage. I'm going to pop out a stealth and hit him. Or try to. Try to hit him. Uh, So let me find that. And then... um, And then, do I still have advantage? Um, yeah, because he's still blind. Okay. So that, and then, uh, and then I'm going to, can I move and disengage or just disengage? Um, you need to disengage and move in order to have the advantage because you're using a ranged weapon in melee range. So you're ma- if you use a bow next to a creature that's yeah. melee range, you get disadvantage because it's close. You're supposed to use a sword or something. So to, oh, okay. to, to keep the advantage, oh. it, it would just turn it into a normal roll, but then you would lose your sneak attack. Oh, okay. So I shouldn't. So I should move. You should basically disengage, move, and fire, and you can use that what you rolled. There. Oh, oh, I can I still do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna disengage. Uh, just, there's a lot of complexities in there for just randomly that move in that direction. And disengage. How far is disengage? Disengage gives you five feet of movement, and then you get your movement on top of it. Okay, so I'd be like more like right here then. And as I'm like disengaging. I, I'm I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna fire at him, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna scream, "Hey, motherfucker, come get me!" And I'm gonna start running. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, turn like I'm going to start running, just to How try and get him off the of Do you want to kill him? Oh. <laughs> As I say that, he just goes down. I'm like, oh, shit. I think I hit him in the ass as like a nice little ender to that. I just hit him like square right in the asshole, and I'm yeah. like, oh. You hit him in the ass, and he just (laughs) falls to the ground, collapses. There's a bunch of sand that um, drifts up around him, and you can see that the the effect of him hitting the ground and pushing the sand washes the sand off of Bo. He's still down. Um, I feel a little disappointed because I was ready to run, and I'm like, oh, come on, man. You you have wiped him (laughs) out. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Bo is still down, however. Aura, if you want to do something about that, you can. Now is your chance. I want to run over to Bo. Mm-hmm. And just, I'm going to use Cure cure Wounds on, on him. All right. Give me the Cure Wounds. And that's when I roll, correct? Or is that uh, what Bo yeah, rolls? You... you click on the cure wounds yeah you should have it as a thing in your attacks and spell casting thing there as well okay i have am i just a level one correct yeah 
Every spell you okay. have is level one. We can do an advanced course later on because I probably should check everything that's going on in your character. Okay. You, so um, I got eight. Yeah, you run over. Bo, this means you're no longer on death saves. You can... <gasps> magic is wonderfully broken in this in that if you're on death Ooh. saves, you can just instantly be rezzed. You wake up oh. as Aura is doing something to you. What does it look like, Aura? It's like this green... My hands glow green and I just touch Bo and this electric current goes over Bo. And then fades. Sure, And yeah. color starts to come back in his face. Do the thing. And Bo, yeah, you wake up. They're covered in sand. You're you're probably still in some pain. You do get the full HP back. Um, I'm coughing up sand. I walk over to, like, help him. Like, I uh, extend a hand to help him back up. I'm like, you know, you really shouldn't try to uh, be friends with demons, right? Duh. I just felt he was misunderstood. Uh, Well, see, now the only thing's missing is your ass, so... You do have a particularly bad sore feeling. Yeah. Damn. Maybe someone, I mean, maybe it'll grow back. What? Don't grow back. I'm gonna need a replacement. You're not a spry young sword wielder. What are you doing charging up towards the enemy? To be honest, I'm not quite sure. Well, do us all a favor and don't do that again. I, I guess it was the ad- adrenaline. So, uh, there yeah, is still a man trapped in a net um, a little ways behind the now kind of rolled over somewhat um, corpse of the Tanarak. The Tanarak has nothing on him. He's completely naked. Um, it's an awful sight. He stinks. He's dead. He's got all these wounds and arrows in him. And, um, uh, maybe ten feet above where Suna's thing is, there's a, there's a dude just in a net. Again, he just looks beat up. Um, he's an Aracocra, which I did have an image, and it's now done that thing where it breaks the image and says that I don't have an image. So let me re-upload that for you, and you can see what that looks like. But he's essentially just, like, a half-man, half-eagle. Um, and he looks all beat up and messed up. Marwood is kind of sauntering over. He's kind of messing with the gun, um, reloading it before he checks everything. But you can see that he seems to be more concerned with others than the, the dude on the ground. He seems to be scanning the, the horizon to see if there's anything else coming in. Um, but as far as you guys can tell, it seems like it's pretty quiet at the moment. It doesn't seem like there's any more orcs or tanarucks running at you right now. What would you I'm going like to search the guy. I'm going to search the guy that's uh, on the ground and make sure there's no weapons or anything on him. The dude uh, in the net? Are you all yeah, right? Yeah, while he's still in the net, I'm going to like reach through and try to make sure there's like he has no weaponry or anything. If he's bound, then I'm not going to bind him just yet because I don't trust strangers. Yeah, he's not. Um, he has nothing on him apart from a, a um, like a, what looks like a little um, club, just like a small thing, like a, a baton. Um, but I he, take it and I throw it. <laughs> yeah, other than that, he just seems to have some, like, real basic wraps on him. Um, not red like a sandwalker, they're, like, tan color, um, just okay. desert wear. Well, then I'll take out my dagger and I'll start to cut it, uh, the, the thingies in the net. He's kind of, like, rolling around, just, like, you can see his eyes rolling around his head, like he's taken, like, a bad hit, and he's got this kind of blood running down through some of his feathers around his face. Oh, come on, beak. man, you need to hold still. Just hold still already. Well, I'm gonna I, cut you, stop. He's wounded. 
I'm gonna, he's, I'm gonna cut him. I'm gonna cut him if he doesn't stop moving. Can, on can we help him? Uh, I, I can't. I look towards Bo and Aura. I, I need to rest before I can do anything else again. All right, fair enough. I'm feeling bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, literally. Yeah, I'll bet. I, excuse me, can you hear me? Uh, let's see how he feels. Oh, he feels so bad. He, he He's not saying anything. Like, you can hear okay. him kind of every now and then. He's kind of like, he, he'll just kind of murmur something, but it's in- unintelligible. It's just... Uh, I, I, I'm going to give you some water. This is kind of how he looks. There we go, finally. Birdman. Oh, that's cool. He's like that. He looks a little like that, but he's all kind of messed up. Um, You try and give him some water? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he, you can see that he kind of takes the water, he's a little confused. Um, You're all right now. Some, uh, his eyes focus a little more and he, you see him kind of focus on you for a moment. Marwood walks over and looks down at you but doesn't say anything, continues to scan the area around. The, um, the Aarakocra suddenly, with a jolt, comes to for a moment and, uh, where am I? Uh, about a half a day's travel away from uh, Nusindun. Oh, my head hurts. Are uh, you all right? I, no, I can see four of you. Okay. Would you, would you like some mealworms? Mealworms? Well, I also yeah. have rations as well. No, uh, I don't think he eats mealworms. I, 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 I just assumed. Um, no, I... Uh, well... That was, uh, this is the worst day of my life. Who are you? Uh, my name is Suuna. We just saved your ass. Uh, what were you doing in that guy's net? What? How'd you get caught? Well, uh, I had uh, come up behind me. He kind of looks at his hand, the blood on it. Oh, is it, have I still got half my head? Is it gone? Yeah, no, your, your whole head is there, but you do have a nasty uh, wound there. May I get close and try to tend to it a little? Uh, uh, yeah. Sh- okay. Sure. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take my cloth over here and I'm gonna put it on I'm gonna put it on your head. So don't don't move. And I'm just gonna try to do standard like medicine because I don't have any magic or anything. Yeah, give me a medicine check. Oh, it's not great. <laughs> you kind of just you kind of fuck with it. Um, you can see that it looks like a. Uh, it looks like a, a wound, not necessarily from the the sword, um, but maybe like the Tanarak hit him or something, just hit him with a rock or hit him with like his yeah. fist or something like that. Um, and it just seems to have like split the skin a little bit. It looks more swollen than anything else. I, I, I can't really see because of the feathers here. Sorry. Uh, maybe maybe just apply pressure. He starts to kind of like cloth here. pull up the net and try and get out. You can see his wings kind of trying to move around behind him, and he. I'll, I'll cut you out of the net. Just just calm down. I was I was already trying to do that. Yeah, I think Did you I were cutting it? him out, and yeah, he's okay. like pulling yeah. the net off of himself and pulling himself out of the uh, the netting and moving away from it. He sort of attempts to stand up and then stumbles and falls to the left and says, "Oh God, I knew I shouldn't have wandered around." Okay, so one where. You're about a half a day's travel from New Thindun. It's the nearest city. Okay. All right. What are you doing out here? I was just having a look around. And then 
Well, that was stupid. Kind of lights out. And now I'm all the way out here. I was just outside the, the town. Marwood steps in a little at that point and says, um, You are looking for uh, something? For someone? No, I just... I just was looking around. I thought I'd take a look around. It was daylight. It was... Uh, what the hell was that thing? What is that thing? It is a uh, panorak. It's a big... Uh, dead. Orc type thing. Evil. Ah. Uh, what's it doing all the way up to a town like that? Don't you people have, like, a sheriff? Yeah. No. I don't know much about the orc attacks. You know about orcs? He kind of looks to you guys. I know oh. a little bit. Yeah, I, think, I just kill things. I don't. I don't try to understand them. I think, um, uh, Aura, you rolled well, and also this is just a thing that you had anyway in your backstory. You know the orcs. They, it, where you're from, there is orcs that live in a forest nearby, and they they raid very small little villages, and um, they very rarely like will attack like a full town. Nuthin June is probably about the same size as your hometown um and orcs don't even really attack your hometown i don't think they, they would hit much smaller villages than that um usually not worth it they're better at in caravans and and random people wandering around so it seems a little weird that this guy probably was attacked by one so close to that town but also that town didn't look too well defended it had like those vague walls with just, that's it and there wasn't really any like militia or presence of like a you know a sheriff or someone that might be a in charge marwood kind of shrugged at the idea of it anyway the um the aracocra kind of like looks around a little more and he says i just weren't expecting that you know like i thought if something was gonna get me i'd be able to run back to the town um marwood <laughs> looks a little concerned and kind of looks back towards where new dune is and then looks back to you, Aura. He, he said he was hungry. Where uh, was he taking you? This is a good question. Do you know? Uh, no, he just... Well, I sort of came to and he was dragging me around and then he started screaming and then you lot were all there and... Well, that's all I remember, really. It's strange to me that he would attack you just outside New Sindun and take you this far away and not eat you. Yes, it is worrying that we are following where he was going. I wonder if he was going to eat you or if something else was. Hmm. Either that or uh, his friends are uh, ahead of us on this trail. We Did he mention that he was going to meet anyone? No, but, you know, he's orc. Orc usually in pack. He's right, they travel together a lot. For all we know, he was just coming back home with some Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes, whatever that is. <laughs> Probably has a family to feed. I started walking yeah. away and I'm just laughing. Like, I, I've been bottling it up. I tried to stay in stealth the whole time and everything Bobo was saying. And finally, I just started laughing and walking away. Like, just, just try to get distance because I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> God. 
Mm, what do we do with him then? He cannot come with us. He will slow us down. We give him Let rations. Me... Leave him here. Leave him? Yes, you will be fine. Yes? We give no, him... No, take uh... him with us. Let's go. He owes us. He owes us. We saved him. He owes us. He's coming with us. Let's go. Well, can he walk. might slow us down. The, like, the Aarakocras, like, his wings are all, like, skew if, and he's, like, laying. He's, like, he still can't, like, he's sitting up, but he looks like he's kind of, like, maybe about to vom. He, can uh... I... Yeah, go on. Since I have buns, can I see if I can do medicine on him to help his set his wings or anything? Uh, yeah, his wings look fine. It's just that they're part of him, and he was all... He's just been dragged around. Like, he doesn't look like he's in a great state. At, like, he looks like he is just fucked <laughs> like he needs like go to, he would need to go to an er instead of going on a camping trip with you lot but okay you, you know like Oof. he uh he he kind of looks up and just looks around and says uh half a day yeah i can i can i can go back it's fine uh maybe uh someone spare me a knife or something i i don't have anything like that i don't oh. have Maybe you can take, uh, maybe you can take Mr. Smelly's sword or something. You know uh, how to use one of those? Oh yeah, that one that, uh, Aura threw at me, right? Yeah, it's like, was it's an like, accident. it's like lodged in the sand, like, <laughs> ahead, like, somewhere ahead of you. It's just a, it's like a triangle of metal, like a completely, like, just jagged piece of metal that he's torn off of something. He can, um, he, he can barely stand, you think it can hold a sword? Yeah, I'm not really oh. good with big swords. Uh, all right. Since I have a poison dagger, ugh. you just hear me go, "Oh my god, come on!" And then just like I hand take out my regular dagger, and I'm like, "You owe me." When we get back to town, you owe me. And I give him my dagger, he, my regular dagger, not my poison one. He takes the dagger, <laughs> but he takes your hands as well and says, "Thank you." Listen, uh, I don't know. I got. He opens a hidden pouch on his tunic, pulls out a uh, few coins, and hands them to you. Roll me a d10. Okay. Five. Five gold, he says. Oh, okay. That's all I got. <sighs> Lost my bag. Bullshit. He says, uh, name's Castro. Yeah, if I see you again, I'll be sure to reward you much better than the five gold. Yeah, we may need help. Bobo and I may need help when we get back, so I'll be sure to find you. Marwood, Can I cast spells? Marwood kind of like says, uh, you will be fine, there. We will keep going. He will be fine. Look at him. He is strong. The dude's Are like, you- ah. I hand him, I, as I, as he's, as like, I'm, I'm like, well, f- hell, we need to go. I hand him the small vial of water I have. Because I have a small vial of water. I have water skins, but I still have a vial of water. And I hand it to him. Because um, I don't need a vial of water. <laughs> yet. Yeah, so, he takes it. Take and me. I walk away. As soon as I can walk, I'll, I'll head back. I'll, I'm sure I'll be fine. I'm usually much more aware. <sighs> Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm getting feeling back in my face. Okay. Snaps his beak a couple times. All right, well, we really best be on our way then. 
I would Good say. Good luck to you. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you report this to Chancellor, okay? Don't trust orcs. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. He kind of like uh, cracks his neck and maybe backs up to the rock that you'd been hiding behind. Um, and just you see him kind of just start tending to himself. He nods at you all. Marwood says, I don't like to have to leave men behind like this. And, uh, but we have to keep uh, moving. It's not yes. good to make this much noise, you know? Of, of course. No. Oh, are you all right? Me? Uh, Bo. Oh. Bo! Oh. Duh! Yeah, just peachy. Are, are you sure? God, peachy! And I'm, I'm just wheezing in pain. Peachy. Just peachy. Hmm. Can you not heal yourself? I mean, well, uh, I, I think I can. Let's, 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 let's give it a go. Uh, I, I start the, uh, the chanting words, bada boom. And, uh, well, not as, not as strong of a wind comes my way, but, uh, it, 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 my hair starts flowing in the wind. Let's give this a go. I feel that impact. And, uh, well, it, it does, it does do me a bit, so, uh, I stand up a little straight, a little more straight, not so hunched as I used to be, and uh, I, I appear to be looking better to everyone. And so I, I reassure Suna that, all right, well, doing a lot better now, at least. Okay. I walk up and drink Bo's glasses, and I'm like, dude, you at least got to keep these straight. Yeah. And then I walk. That's when I start to walk. Um, I think it'll grow back, Bo. You Duh. guys, you guys start like moving away in the direction that Marwood points, and the area becomes kind of a, a an arid, rocky experience. There's a lot less sand. There is, sand is still present, um, but it starts to get that kind of red rock, Grand Canyon esque looking um, area. I think as you guys move away from the area where you just had the combat and you start moving forwards, there's this this strange feeling that you get, Ellie. As you're moving um, away from that corpse, mm-hmm. you turn to it, and there's a an odd heartbeat sound that you hear once, <laughs> and then you feel a strange oh. rush of of maybe wind hit you. For a second. When you look down at your hand, on the back of your right hand and on your palm, there's like an ink splotch, almost looking tattoo. And it burns a little. Instantly. Um, that's where we're going to go to a break. What? And. Is that her curse? And, uh, <laughs> congratulations, you defeated the creature. And, uh, we'll do a little break here as you guys try and work out what's going on. I'll double check <gasps> your spells, KPP. And when we come back, you guys can do the, um, the travel task things for the next, uh, oh boy. section. Oof. Um, <sighs> 
yeah. We have a uh, quick announcement thing, um, which PB is going to do better than me. What? You know well, more about just... it, right? You know the facts? Well, the facts are these. Whack made a game yes. for all of you. Yes. Um, and it is absolutely free for you to go and play. So do that. It's, it's in the world of Harry Potter. It's called Witchcraft and Wizardry. And to celebrate his making of a game, we are um, doing a show in yes. the world of Harry Potter. And we have a trailer with a cast announcement. Harry Potter you. show coming up soon. Harry Potter! And Sorry. there is a, uh, a whole whack Stephen, our resident GM, um, has made an entire system uh, yeah. that you can download and play if you want. Um, and go and uh, go and mess around with it. I'm going to play you the trailer now. Then we'll go on uh, a little break. Go get yourselves a little drink. Thank you for joining us this evening. And when we return, we didn't die. You will continue trying not to die as you wander through. You guys through saved the... my ass. Yay! All right, here's the trailer. Uh, See you in it. a few minutes. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to a Dying Order with your host, Dispiarix. Wait, no. What? Uh, <laughs> Hi, gang. Uh, so, the first thing I wanted to show you, which I wanted to show like two weeks ago and completely forgot, um, was this random piece of fan art that I didn't show that I thought was cool as shit, and I can't remember who did it. It was in the, uh, it was in a Discord. Look at that. It's of Aura. Um, who was that? Shout yourself out quick so I can shout you out because I, I wrote it down like two weeks ago and it's gone. Um, that's cool. Second of all, the Aracocra that you just met was an NPC that was submitted by one of our Patreons. Or Patrons on Patreon. Nathan! Um, who also, uh, inspired the character of Nathan Bell from the Inquisition episodes. The dead one. Um, 
So, um, I forget Lucifer. who... Lucifer. Sorry, Lucifer was the one who drew that. Lucifer, that was it, yeah. I don't know, I wrote it on a note, but my notes are insane. Before D&D begins, when I'm preparing all of this whole campaign, it's all nice, and there's, like, links to other G-Drive things and stuff. And then, literally after episode one, it's like a bomb hits my, like, documents, where I just write down random shit, and I'm like, this is a good idea, and this is what happened in the session, and this is just some random stuff. So then I lose everything, and, uh... Yeah, that's why I'm so scatterbrained all the time. So, Lucifer, call fan art of Aura. Awesome. Thanks very much. You can submit fan art on our Discord. There's all sorts in there for all the different shows. It's amazing. I love fan art. It's so cool. Wish I could... Wish I had any skills. Um, but I wish I could draw. And uh, thanks, Nathan, for Castra, who maybe we'll see again one day. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Continuing with the game. So... You guys head out, and you actually did your roles for this day. Um, essentially, uh, you uh, you did a bunch of roles for a good portion of this first first night, um, but you were attacked pretty early on, which uh, disrupts it, but doesn't doesn't end it. You you still manage to. Continue walking. You travel um, throughout the entire evening. Um, it gets to probably early morning before um, maybe Marwood suggests to camp um, to break for the day and uh, try and find somewhere to settle, to, to, to sleep or to rest. Um, for the most part, you've moved completely away now from what was open sands. The open sands are kind of this whole area on the map, whereas over here is a very sort of rocky, mountainous terrain, but it's in that very masery, um, Grand Canyon-esque looking um, red rock mountains as opposed to the Lord of the Rings snow on top type deals. Um, you'd think I've never seen a mountain in real life, right? You move through, uh, or move maybe into what is essentially kind of like a canyon. Um, Marwood suggests that maybe you can find a small cave or a, or a cover to rest in um, during the day to keep the sun off of your backs and heads. And um, he maneuvers the group away from the high road and more towards like a low road and takes you into an area where it's like a, a canyon and maybe that's where you guys would set up for the day is anyone doing anything on this rest so this will be a long rest um unless you don't want to um no this is yes long rest for sure you can do what is essentially like a forward march you're just like nope we're just gonna do double the movement do the whole thing um and get going um, but it's up to you. Mar would suggest that you rest at least through till till mid-afternoon and then head out as night. I'd like to rest. We're, we're, go we're going to long rest for sure. I promised everybody that I wouldn't yeah, I'd like push to us all the way through. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think you, uh, you guys find a, a decent cavern um, and you guys, you long rest. You get like an automatic long rest here. You, um probably do set a watch um every few hours somebody wakes someone else nope. up or, or i'll just do it i'll just do the do whole it. thing mm -hmm. 
you have a special thing that does that? Mm -hmm. What is it? I will send it to you. I recall it. I remember something to do with it. Oh yeah. You take the whole rest. Uh huh. Um. I probably say something like, you know, oh, I'll take the first watch. Everybody, go ahead and rest, and I'll tell you a good story. Put you right to sleep, and then I just don't wake them up. Yeah, I think um, Marwood sleeps for what seems to you like dead on four hours, and then mm -hmm. he wakes up like a robot and heads over towards maybe the entrance of this small cave. It's not really a cave. I think it's probably more like a hanging, an awning that allows you to see out pretty clearly um, a decent rest spot. You don't see anything. Oh. It's empty and quiet for the most part. And um, Ma would, would approach you sooner and, and attempt to take the next watch. You can rest now. It's oh, fine. that's all, that's all right. I'm all, I'm quite okay. Do, do you need more rest or? Uh, no, you are you sure? I'm very sure. I, I promise. I'll, I'll wake you up when I'm tired. Very well. He goes and settles back. He's very confused with you. Um, what did you want to do, Pocket? Oh, I was going to say, um, I would sleep just as long as I needed for a long rest and then wake up and be done sleeping. Yeah. Regardless. Well, yeah, I think, uh, what are you, half elf? Yeah. You need normal amount of sleep or you guys trance? I can't remember. Cause full elves do like a four-hour trance thing. That's all they need to do. They just meditate for four hours. I can't remember. I think half elves have to sleep fully. I always get confused. Might need to. I don't see anything about a trance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, so you probably... I mean, really, you don't need to sleep to get the full rest. You just need to not be doing anything for eight hours, but you don't know when you're next going to need to sleep. So you guys probably yeah. take a rest. There's there's some food. You eat the lizard. Um, you uh, will need to mark off a water skin. Um, okay. You don't need to mark off a ration because you foraged. So you have that ration still. And... Um, and that's it, actually. You um, feel pretty great, though, Ellie. Just want to stay. There's just a little extra tip in your step today. Feeling great. You do have a tattoo on your hand. Which is like... Which came out of nowhere, right? I didn't already have that. You looked okay. at the dead body. You felt a buffet yeah. of wind. You heard a heartbeat. And then your hand was burning and itching for like a few seconds. And now there is what looks like someone spilled a little bit of ink on the palm of your hand. And it matches on the back as if it goes straight through. You know, like it's the same thing. I'm... As soon as everyone... I'm going to, like, look at it until everyone's awake. And then as soon as Aura wakes up, I'm just going to walk straight to her and be like, What's that? Because uh, she was grab her hand. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have? You... Okay, go on. Do you have any expertise no. in any curses or anything like that? I mean, my mom was a librarian and she used to teach me things. Hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I might have studied a book once or twice about. Only a curses. twenty. Okay. Seven. Seven. I don't think you know much about curses. 
okay. you, maybe you know your mum mentioned some stuff, but I don't think that you know a huge amount about it. Um, I just, I just trying. I'm like, guys, I, I didn't. This isn't. I didn't do. This isn't something I had. And I'm a little. It's on both sides. It just appeared um, after we that. killed that Give thing. It here. Give if you want to look at it, you can give me a medicine check. Okay. Me? Anyone who wants to look at it. And is Since while I you're all it, on I'll this do, rest. I'll do a medicine check too. 15, 19. 19. Um, a 15 from you, Ellie. Uh, it doesn't look like um, like a wound or, or anything like discoloration of the skin this looks more like a tattoo um it looks it doesn't look like an infection or something like she's had like some weird stigmata appear or anything it's it just looks like she if anything it looks like an old tattoo um like she, she's had it for years um you can give me arcana or investigation checks to continue your curiosities 22 Damn, sixteen. Great. Um, so Aura and Ellie, you're looking over. Probably no real idea here. Um, Aura, you would probably be aware that it is magical in origin. Um, Ellie, you too. Um, yeah. but what that origin is, what it's about, you are very unsure. Um, sooner. I don't think you know what it is. On, even on a natural 20, um, you don't, like, know what's going on or what this is. But you do know that it's a curse. Um, for whatever reason you want to come up with, if you're well-versed in them from knowledge or whether it's a thing that you innately know, it's up to you. Um, but she for sure has a curse here. And you would so you would assume it is demonic or... Or maybe a spirit, ah. or or something like that. That's that is affecting um, Ellie. There is some sort of otherworldly curse that's affecting her. Yeah. What? When? When did you say this appeared? Uh, after we killed that uh that thing that that what orc you said. And you've never seen this before. No, I never had this before. It just, it happened yesterday and I didn't think anything of it. I was tired and, and it, I thought it, maybe I was just seeing things. No, it's still there. I remember um, as we were walking away, I remember stopping and, and feeling it sort of burn into my flesh. And then I remember like feeling the heartbeat of the orc, even though it was dead. I don't know. That's all I know. I, I thought I was... I literally just thought I was really tired. It's still there. What is What is it again? What is this? I, I'm, I'm afraid you've been cursed. And this is very dark magic. This is demonic. Oh, well, this is great. What could possibly go wrong now? Oh, boy. Well, I'd say this is... This is pretty up there with the worst. Yeah. You yeah, don't want demons messing around. Yeah, well, I guess I don't have a choice now, do I? At least until we're done with this part. It's <sighs> like they marked you. Would I know how to remove it? Was um, that nat 22? Like how you typically go about that? 
Yeah, I mean there are there are spells. There are spells that allow you to remove basic curses. Um, this is a strong one, so this isn't a basic one. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Okay, not, not sure, <clears throat> but seeing a cleric or, um, or 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 really like high level wizard, or some sort of, you know, like freaky warlock or someone or like a witch doctor or something, they can Basically usually have to go back to town, right, to those clerics. Yeah, yeah. You a cleric is your best bet, um, for removing a curse. There are other ways, but that's pretty much. You need someone well, who can cast the remove curse thing, which unfortunately is none of your classes. Uh, we're going to need to see a, a certain type of magic user to remove it. But I think we'd have to go all the way back to town and hope we get lucky. Uh, I think I'll be fine. I, I mean, I feel fine. I, I you know, I, I know never been cursed before, so I don't really know how I should feel, but I feel fine. I, if it it's gets so bad, then maybe I gotta head back to town. We'll see. I don't know. It can get very heavy. <sighs> it's a weight, this kind of darkness. Well. It sneaks up on you. We don't really have a choice. We, we've we already started out, and we just gotta keep going, I think, so I'll, I'll be I'll be fine. I'll let you know if it, if it starts to bother, because I know that you guys uh, should probably be aware. That's why. Alright. Here you go. Yeah. Oh, this sucks. And I just walk away. I'm gonna look at soon. It's like Suna, right? Yeah, Suna. Yeah, Suna. Uh, do they? Does the curse ever fade, or does it just last no, forever? It, it must be broken. And if you're if it's strong enough, it can go down generations. Do you think we'll come across a specific type of magic user she needs on the way? Probably not. I mean, I doubt there's anybody out here. But, okay. I'm just wondering where it came from, and if we have one, too. I mean, that was a... demon orc. I, I, maybe it came from him. She killed him. That's where I turned to Bobo. I'm like, Bobo, do you got a hurt? Do you have a curse? <laughs> oh, I, I, was, I, was, I was deep in sleep. Uh, what did I miss? I'm Why, cursed? Why are you asleep? Are you... Am I cursed? Yes, are you cursed? I'm I mean, not that sure. It's kind of rude, Ellie. T- test what? me. You guys, you, you guys asked if we're all cursed. How would I know if I'm cursed? Uh, do you have a tattoo on your hand like me? Yes. And I show my hand and there's absolutely nothing. Oh, you... wait, what? Bo, what are you talking about? There's nothing on your hand. There's nothing on your what? hand, man. What do you mean you have? No, you don't. You, you don't have anything you on your hand, man. You are you something? crazy? Are you crazy? What's going on? Do you see something, Bo? And in frustration, I just let out a old, typical old man cry. All right, all right. Well, well, let me see it. Maybe we just can't see it. Okay. And I I pass my hand over to Suna. That medicine again. Do you see it? Um, If you're trying to work out whether she's cursed, you can roll me an arcana. Medicine was just because at first this thing appeared out of nowhere, so you would assume that it was... (laughs) <laughs> I don't think can you I, can tell whether she's cursed or not. I, I, honestly, Bo, I, I don't see anything, but I also don't see any darkness on you. You don't oh. appear to be cursed, at least not to me. Oh. Why would you hesitate if we asked if you were cursed? <laughs> also, uh, uh, it, it's it's all right. You, okay. you did have uh, a, you know a, what? a you pretty just woke rough up, encounter. I think. 
Yeah, yeah I think something. You know what? We're, you feeling better at least? No. <laughs> uh, Aura, I don't think. Really and, and I and I appear just fine, and then I'm just in denial. Nope. <laughs> I don't think Aura, you can tell either whether she's cursed. Okay. Even on a oh 14. my god, Bobo, you're such a pain in the ass. Okay, let's go. I think I think I, th- I think he's fine. I think he's fine. I think I think he's just lying. I don't know. Uh, speaking of pain in the ass, how is your ass doing? Oh yeah, speaking yeah. of your ass, <laughs> it's fine. It? It's fine. And I feel and and there's there's like a a huge chunk just just gone. It's it's fine. And I'm just given the best smile I could portray. And and there's a little like a uh, what should we call it? Uh, just it. It's 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 not coming out right would you mind if i look uh you want to look at my butt well i I can maybe help you feel better if um i assess this situation you didn't go there oh fine okay and i'm gonna walk around bow and pull his pants down a little Ellie. (laughs) like does he still have pants i mean yes yeah a bit torn up I'm feeling super chipper, and I'm just laughing at everything going on right now. Like, man, I'm feeling great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you. Give me a I medicine see. check. Okay. I don't funny. like this. It's it's fine. I promise. I'm just <laughs> making sure you're okay. A two. A two. <laughs> uh, man with his he, pants down. He, Do you see anything? The you you can't tell what has happened here. Um, <laughs> His ass looks like yeah. a like a really bad like plastic surgery gone wrong because it was magically knitted back together. So it's just kind of like this weird like one cheek looks kind of uh, lumpy. Okay, and then the other one is just a mess. It's like lumpy and it, it it dips in at points and it's kind of stringy. It's weird. It looks like a testicle, a giant yeah, testicle. I like and I like walk around weird, and I like poke I mean, you don't, he's already self conscious about it. It's, poke it. it's sensitive. I would just like to note I am giving him privacy. Uh, I, yes, I. You feel just, like it's it's okay. There's no like immediate wound here but like what what is left is a ruin <laughs> and i'm like yeah sure bobo it's fine you're right you're, you're looking great down there just don't show anyone in the future okay gotcha i feel oh. like um how are you feeling otherwise and i'm just looking at the decimation that is his ass <laughs> <laughs> it's like which which cheek is it which cheek do you think has been destroyed because the we other one's know. fine Oh, I think it's like I think his his left cheek is like totally fine, but his right cheek is not my right mess. Yeah, it's a mess. It's awful. It's weird. How's my favorite one? I am mesmerized by it, so I'm just like, how are you feeling otherwise? I'm sweating profusely at this point, (laughs) reluctantly saying, "I'm fine." Can I give the most fakest smile? (sighs) Can I give a? Can I do a perception check? Uh, yeah. What are you looking at? I'm trying because I like to study people and uh, understand like like their 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 emotions. Are they actually fine? He looks like he's perspiring pretty hard for someone who's okay. <laughs> Who was yeah. having his ass investigated by someone? It's uh, it would be an insight check. Oh, an insight. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't see shit. Uh, you can't like he's so difficult to read anyway. Um, I think even up to now, you've spent one day together. 
And um, up till now, he was like kind of difficult to read. His face is mostly hidden behind hair and these strange glasses that he wears. And um, yeah, I think he's just maybe he's just a little eccentric and quirky. Um, you know, yesterday it seemed like he was like this. Today it seems like he's like this. He's just, I think he just seems odd to you and you can't read him very well yet. I just, I... I just like walk away. I'm like, you're so fucking weird, man. I just like start walking away. <laughs> Can I touch his forehead? Cause I see he's sweating and just feel if he has a fever. Yeah. Give me Ooh. another medicine check. Just to see if he has an infection. Four. He's fine. I mean, okay. I mean. You seem like you're all right. I, I just, you know, maybe when not here, we can get some ice for your other side. <laughs> I don't think there's any ice here. I don't I know. Sun dust veil. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we could go somewhere else sometime and you could sit on some ice and I just oh. walk away. <laughs> okay. And I just pull my pants back up. Yeah. Uh, Shall we? Yeah, you probably don't feel great, by the no. way. But... No. No. You um you feel strange, and everything you're saying doesn't seem to match up with what you're thinking. And mm-hmm. uh, what you try to say, <laughs> you try to say some, no, something, and it comes out yes. Something is really weirdly wrong. You're like in liar liar or whatever. Um, <laughs> where you're just doing royal blue, and it's just not working. Uh, and you uh, probably all head out after a little while. Marwood kind of packs up the things um does a quick scout of the area and then prepares to take you outwards he points um back up on top of the canyon and he points down the canyon and says to you as a group he says uh either way is not good uh, we can walk through canyon and uh, we have decent line of sight in two ways only for them to attack us barring uh, holes sometimes spiders are in holes and they creep out of holes and they run down sides of canyons sounds scary. like my neighbor Toby. but if it is a horde of orcs we will always see them coming from two ways you know if uh, we go along the canyon this way or we can go along the top we have a much better idea of uh, what is uh, around us but uh, it is on top of canyon, can be more difficult to navigate, have to climb, and uh, also sometimes you fall further, so... Which, uh, where do you think we should go? Both I can take you. Do you have a preference? Oh, yes, absolutely. I think high road if or we... Road? I think we should always take the high road. I mean, if we w- go through the canyon, you know, yeah, you say we have line of sight in front of us and behind us, but, you know, people do tend to attack from above. I agree. The high road. I, my father always used to say that. Always take the high road. I don't life think and, maybe that's oh. what he meant, but it's still good advice. Okay, high road it is. Uh, I will navigate us, uh, make sure we are going on the right track. Um, who would like to forage and who is scouting today? I will keep my eyes on the, the sands. I'll scout again. I'm not gonna do anything. And then I begin foraging. <laughs> okay. That. And uh, what about you, elf girl? Uh, we could use your eyes. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll scout. I'll scout. All right. Three scouts. Roll me a perception check. And forager, which you've already done. Roll me the survival. And we'll see how your day of travel goes this time. As you head further along the peninsula 
towards the gate of time. So, uh, 17 on the survival check is a fail. You don't find any food or water. Um, you head up and start to walk along the um, the edge of this gorge, this canyon. Um, it tends to kind of, it seems to be kind of curling towards the south for the most part, but it's a very long um, trek. Eventually, the, um, the canyon moves away from you, heads directly south, and you head further as night falls into this very rocky area. There's maces punctuating the sky every few feet, and then the the entire area is just rocky, mountainous, pockmarked with these random like hives that you can imagine all sorts of creatures are in. Um, but it's pretty easy to determine if there's anything below you that now the sand dunes have mostly gone and been replaced by this red rock. Um, it's more uh, Marwood is kind of suggesting that you be careful turning around corners, don't stick too close to any maces and walls, check for any caverns that look particularly deep. Um, he seems to be hyper-vigilant about kobolds. Um, and for the most part, he uh, continues to lead the way with um, Bo. You're looking around for stuff to hunt. You don't really see anything out here. It's pretty barren. It's also nighttime. After about maybe two or three hours, night falls and you continue to move. Um, and it gets more and more difficult to find any cacti or little lizards or things to hunt and catch. Um, Aura, you're doing the same thing? Origin? Yes. Same. Don't see anything. Can't find anything today. You found that big lizard before, but this time, pretty much nothing out there. It looks pretty barren, pretty dead. Um, perception checks. 16 and a 19. One pass, one fail. Roll me a d20 sooner. Oh, boy. I'm doing that same thing again where I walk up to, like, any long... Oh, is this something? Like, I just do that tomorrow would the whole time. I think, uh... Mm-hmm. You're moving along at one point, um, and Suna is is kind of barreling towards what looks like uh, a mesa ahead of her. You, Ellie, see that curled around the top of the mesa is what might be a giant snake. Um, it constricts a little at the top, and then it goes dead still as you guys come into the into range of it. Um, so Una looks like she's heading kind of straight for it. She's maybe like 20 feet away from you. Uh, 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 stop. Oh, God. I don't want to yell. Stop. Nope. Uh, Suna, don't move. What? Uh, and I like point up. Yeah. As you look up, Suna, you see curled around the top of a mesa is a giant snake. And I don't mean like Ooh. a big snake. I mean like giant snake. Like the size of a... This mesa is the size of... A, a, a building and the snake is curled around at the top of it and you can see this massive tongue hiss out this giant eye roll over towards where you are Marwood says okay its vision is based on movement I think I'm not sure we go this way now okay everyone move away slowly ish um, and he navigates you away from the very large snake um, the cold kicks in pretty harshly tonight. You guys, um, no one has any, like, winter wear. Who had the winter wear? Someone did, actually. Yeah. Who was uh, it? A uh, couple people did. I know I had yeah. a winter blanket. You had the I winter was... blanket. Aura mm-hmm. had, um, forest I had, uh, clothing. traveler's clothes. 
You have travelers. Uh, which I, I decided was going to be a coat or something, a blanket. I don't know what. Uh, oh, and Bo, and Bo had the the. Uh, Bo I had ale. Yeah, <laughs> I remember now. That's why I didn't make you roll last time. Um, yeah. So you, th- I mean, it's still fucking cold, but you um, you don't suffer any crazy effects. The fur cloak. Yeah, I feel like Bo just looks exactly like you are dressed there. So, um, fur cloak purple sunglasses they don't exist anywhere else in the world modern day sunglasses you're the only person who has them for no reason no one ever questions it and if they do they're immediately killed with magic um (laughs) not only did i not question it but i straightened them for him (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh you uh yeah and i think you pass through the night it's like it's a hard slog it's not easy to do it gets cold you're walking now on like firm hard stones you're trying to be quick but also relatively quiet and it's dark and you're starting to now move in amongst all of these rocks there's a small element of climbing not not like huge scaling of cliffs and stuff you start to realize that you have to climb over sections and avoid gaps in the ground and marwood for the most part helps you navigate it but there isn't anything that uh creeps out in the evening nothing comes out and tries to eat you or kill you this time um avoiding the snake seems to be really the only thing that you needed to avoid and the sun comes up again. Maybe you guys walk for another hour before you start to get really weary and very, very tired. The heat starts to kick in, and Marwood suggests resting again, um, looking around for somewhere. He probably finds like another cave. They're relatively easy to find along this area, and suggests that you guys sleep and rest. Do you guys want to rest again? Uh, y- yes, I would assume yeah. so after yeah. traveling all day. Okay. Yeah. Um, if we just do a, a, a partial rest, though, this time, like, do we get penalized for it? Um, a long rest is really mm. the only rest in which you can get any sleep. A short rest is, like, one hour. Um, uh, and then also okay. you'll be traveling through the day right, yeah. for the next okay. set of travel checks. So it changes some of the elements. Yeah, we might as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, it's up to you guys. You can rush. You, you, you can do two days you can run through the next day and it comes to the night and then you can rest when you get to the place it's entirely up to you how you want to navigate this thing you're going the quick route but you can force march but you run the risk of being exhausted i feel it yeah i feel like we the whole reason we wanted to go at winter is because we both we are we all were like more prepared for it and so or not the nighttime cold not winter whatever so because it was easier for us Yes, I, I think it's best if we rest. Yeah. Another long rest. Yeah. Just keep our keep our pace. Yeah. Our, our pace, so you don't have heat exhaustion. You um, you guys probably do the same thing then, I would imagine. Um, oh yes. As you find another kind of partial um, cave that's not too deep, where something's hiding in the back of it, and um, find an area to rest that gives you a decent view out. And the sun comes up, it begins to get hot again. Assuming everyone sleeps bar sooner, do you do the same thing sooner? Yeah, oh yeah. Just go ahead and rest up everybody and I'll uh, I'll tell you a nice story and I'll wake you up when I get tired. I think no, Marwood does his I'm rest I'm not going again. to sleep. You don't sleep? No. And I collapse and start snoring away. Okay. okay. <laughs> well. like, uh, I've, even I'm getting tricked now. Uh, the... Uh, the form of Marwood um, goes to sleep, but he wakes up sooner and, and approaches you and, and says, uh, 
What is it then? How are you able to do this? I'm just, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not that tired. Although I am tired now. Mm. You would like to go to sleep? I I can rest, yes. Mm. You don't need any more sleep? I guess we didn't really do anything too taxing. No, it's fine. I sleep later. I've been out here forever, you know. I I haven't been here for a very long time. Mm. It's nice to be back. Mm. You uh, get some rest and... uh, Mm, you're very old, no? Yes, yes. I mean, very, very strong. maybe not very old, but... You are stronger than you look. For old well, lady. thank you. Hmm? you uh, thank you. Old man, he points to Bo, who's like sleeping, his flaccid ass cheek hanging out of the rip in his, his <sighs> pants. He says, uh, that one, eh, that one I am surprised is going to make it all the way there and back. Well, it's our job to make sure he stays safe. Though, in there you shout, uh, don't run at creature and uh, stay back. Uh, he runs straight in. Why? I have n- no idea. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll have to talk to him. Uh, there, okay. Yes, you get the rest now. I look out. Thank you. He um, sits at the edge of the, the cave and um, he lights a little pipe that he's got and smokes some of his quite sweet scented tobacco and then... I, uh, I will lay down. Yeah, you pretending to sleep? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think he's that bothered. Like he, <laughs> have you ever tried to actually pretend to sleep for a really long amount of time? It's the most boring, awful thing ever. Um, but I assume you do that. And you try to make your I've eyes seem like they're not lots moving. Of practice, they yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, lots of practice, yeah. They're as close yeah. as you can get them so you can still see what's going on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you guys all I get another long I just sleep with the one, the one blackout eye open. <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> right, yeah. That's, that's yeah, terrifying. that's right. I have one black eye. One eye, yeah. Blackout uh, eye. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the, the, um, the, Midday sun beats down. It's a, it's uncomfortable even in the cave. The the heat is awful, very dry, and uh, you guys sleep through that for the most part or rest. You guys eat again. Mark off another water skin and a ration this time because you didn't get any uh, food from the forage. And um, I think like you, it's just the same thing. You rest. There's no. Nothing happens. Nothing comes for you during this rest. And then the midday sun begins to shrink. Uh, it doesn't do much for the heat, but it does a little as it begins to head towards nighttime. And I think Marwood starts packing up again. Though we keep moving now. Uh, by the time we get Perfect. to uh, next uh, next morning, you're probably back in open plains. So it might not be as easy to sleep. We should be uh, aware of it. More sand, okay? And look okay. underfoot. We are almost there. Um, <sighs> anyone want to do anything else on the rest here? Is anyone doing anything in particular before everyone sets out? No. Do we... So I... Do I get all my hit points back? Yes. For yeah. resting? A long rest long gives rest. you full hit points, gives you all of your spells back, any skills that are on, that re- recharge on rests. Um, some are long rest, some are short rest. It'll tell you. 
Um, you should have everything. You've also done two long rests, so you sh it also gives you your hit die back, which are the okay. things that give you HP on your short rest. So you get half of them back, but you've done two, so you'll have them all back by now. Okay. Um, so everything is full. You should be back to full health, apart from curses. Um, and you guys head out again. Marwood leading the way. Um, whoever is doing the foraging and scouting, roll me your survival and perception check. Damn. Damn. Oh, 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 oh. oh, shit, I dropped something. That scared me. <laughs> uh, Luna? Oh, just scouts. Uh, I mean, just, you're doing survival. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I've been scouting this entire time. <laughs> the, um, there is a point today. <laughs> Aura rolled a natural 20 and Bo rolled a natural one. Where <laughs> there is the most delicious looking, plump, wonderful lizard. Um, that is just laying on its back, waiting to be killed. And Aura, maybe you'd like knock an arrow. You see the thing. You take the breath. You're ready to release the arrow. And that's probably when Bo shouts something like, Oh, there's a, there's a lizard. And it jumps up and runs away. Uh... <laughs> Uh, right, Bo, what would you have shouted there? I don't like oh, to roleplay for to, you. He, he it's food! <laughs> you can't, you, you have to lie though, right? So. Oh, I don't know. No, You can just yell, I'm trying to be quiet. <laughs> I'm trying to be quiet! Yes. And the, the amazing dinner that would have sorted you out for two days worth of rations is scared off and it jumps and runs as the arrow is loose with a twitch of your fingers and it dung, hits the rock where the uh, creature's heart was and the creature runs away, unfortunately. My sincerest well, I, apologies. Next time, don't yell that you're what? being quiet because it kind of defeats the purpose. Oh, I'm not sorry. Well, all right then. Um, Gosh. Uh, uh, I'm going to feel his head again because he said <laughs> I'm not sorry. And that seems out of character to, for for him what? to be that rude. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Are you sure you don't have an infection? Maybe he's just... Yes. I know we're all hungry and tired. I'm not... Yes, you're fine. Hey, we, we, I, we we get it, Bo. It's okay to be scared. This is your first time uh, doing something like this. I right? am scared. Uh, okay, well, that's all right. It's all right to be scared. I, I, it's a big responsibility, saving the world. But we're we're all in it together. You don't ha you don't have to be so scared, and you you don't have to pretend that you're all right when you're not all right, and you don't have to pretend to be brave when you're scared. I walk up and I hit him in the butt. Oh, oh I'm sure it's tender. And I go, did that hurt? No. Are you sure? Because you reacted like it hurt. I'm pretty sure that hurt, didn't it? Yeah, is that necessary? I hit him again in the butt. No, it didn't hurt. Too spicy. 
I think you're a fucking liar. Then I walk away. Uh, what's wrong with you? Something got in the water. I'm in a good mood and he's in a bad. I don't know what's going yeah. on, but... Well, we have had a couple of scary encounters. It's understandable. Yeah, Bo, you could react by not lying. You could just, you know... But... It's, Bo, it's all, it's all right. But I am not lying! We all relax, react differently to things. High-pressure situations. I, yeah. Maybe this is just how Bo handles it. I walk, when he says I'm not lying, I walk back up and I try to hit him in the butt again. Come on! Bo, are you lying? Yes. Ah! What, was that a lie? No. No. I, like, look at the edge and I'm like, I'm really confused right now, man. But perhaps uh, we shouldn't pressure hurt? the... Perhaps we shouldn't pressure him, Ellie. It's Whatever. Not very kind. Well, you're being weird. No. Like, let it slide for now. It's all, it's all right, though. Scouting. I don't think I'm being weird. You're not. It, it's it's all right. And, it's and... like Aura said. People react differently to mm-hmm. things, and this just might be overwhelming for you, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll get the next lizard. And I clap and just start marching on. We have rations. As you clap, there is a... <laughs> there is a crack um, that is not from anyone around you. There is... Um, there is a... noise. Um... Everyone give me a perception check. Fifteen. Thirteen. You all see the sun um, disappear behind the mesa during this conversation with Bo. And there's a, a crackle noise. As you clap, it echoes off of some of the mesas nearby. And then there's a reverberating return crack. Um, you hear the snap and, and crunch of rock and, and bones as either side of you, along this kind of this rocky mountain way here... Oh dear. The ground bursts upwards a little bit. And this very strange but large skeletal hand pulls itself from the ground a cattle head some sort of (gasps) bull head um, is lifted up as the dirt and sand runs off of it Um, you see what looks like a minotaur however a minotaur skeleton one of them is called skeletor now which is a very great name or the thing that is is very dangerous. And thank uh, you, Bradley. The, I don't uh, think Suna understands your sarcasm. These um, things suddenly then start to pull themselves from the ground. <laughs> Two of you failed your perception checks. Uh, seven and a six. Six. 
and you uh, you failed to to see these things. They were very hard to see, and also partly it was to do with the fact that uh, as soon as the sun goes down in this particular area, that's when some of these undead creatures come to life. Marwood um, immediately once again pulls his revolver out and puts a hand over his um, sword, and he looks to his left, and you see one minotaur raise up out of the ground and um, reach down. It pulls from the the sort of the grave that it was in this very large looking um, axe and then the other does the same they kind of mirror each other to a degree next to you and Marwood says oh no this is a this is very very bad uh, everyone can roll me some initiative once I bring you over to the battle map yeah yeet Double yeet. Either side of you, two very large-looking minotaurs, one called Skeletor and one called Minotaur Skeleton, are pulling themselves up out of the ground. This is a hard fight. <laughs> I will happily tell you this time. And uh, Marwood looks... You know that because Marwood looks quite shaken. Can yeah. I use my travel die thing again. to get advantage? Not anymore. Oh, too late. Time okay, has cool. been and gone. You gotta declare it before, yeah, because otherwise you. Okay. Yeah. Um, before you roll the thing, tell me. So, uh, who am I missing? Bow. Bow, bow, bow. And then I'll roll for Marwood. Yeah. And he gets. That now we need to roll two minute was. Let's see here. Maybe. Hello. There we are. Mm-hmm. All right. What have I got? An eight and a thirteen. Eight. Thirteen. And this is how it rolls. So, these things pull themselves from the ground. Bo, um, <gasps> you are one of the first people to, to react here. You you see these things. They're, they're these big, nasty-looking things. One of them starts to kind of drag his skeletal hoof on the ground. He hefts up this very large um, uh, great axe in front of him. And... <laughs> starts to make all these weird noises. The other one starts to kind of crack its neck and breaks uh, some of the bone splinter around him and sand and dirt are falling off of them as they start to look like they're gonna charge at you. What what do you guys like to do? I think it's best if if we don't run. What? I mean, maybe we should hey, run. Liar! Why are we listening to the liar? What do you guys want to do? Besides what are you talking him? about? That's, that's he's a liar. So rude, Ellie. Marwood, should we? What? What? You? You know what? What these are? What should we do? Let's see what Marwood knows to do. Oh, Marwood says, "Okay, here is plan. Uh, you can blind them. That will be very good. Uh, they will run and try and hit us." Uh, they are very big. If they hit us, it's going to hurt a lot more. Uh, 
I do okay. think uh, I think maybe we try and kill one, then kill the other one. I don't think we can outrun them. They are very fast. You will see any uh, second now. Do they do they have to be close to attack us? Yes. Okay. They cannot hit us from afar. All right. Well, that's something. You heard him then. Oh. Well, don't let them get close to you. He says. Uh, do any of you have any uh, good spells against undead things? Because uh, I don't know if you noticed, but they're undead. Yes, not everything I, dies no. here. No? Okay. Well, no. we could do with the uh, cleric. Okay. Well, I suggest uh, avoid them hitting you to the best of your abilities. You good luck. Don't run up. Don't run up to them. Run away from them this time. Okay? Got it? Just just stay close oh. to someone that can protect you, Bo, and... and, and and work on blinding them. No! Oh, I think I learned something at one point. I think I, I can use something on them. Okay. Oh. Wind wall. <laughs> Wind wall. <laughs> What's that, Aura? It's, a, it's something called projection of evil and good. Um, what? It, it, projection or protection? A protection, Speaking excuse of... me. I'm sorry. I'm just, I've never encountered anything undead before. It's all right. I'm just starting to sweat a little bit. I can, uh, it's, it's something where it grants benefits, uh, creatures of these types have disadvantage. Oh yes, do that! That it sounds great! Okay, I have to wait for my turn, right? Yes. <laughs> I most certainly can't blind him either! What? Why and not? I, and I immediately take focus on one of the Skeletors, the, the, the Minotaur, oh, the big, oh. the big! Yeah, the there's, big there's one called Skeletor and one called Minotaur, that's gonna be easier, All isn't right. it? Minute, minute, yeah. I and turn to the Minotaur skeleton, and I give him the most intense stare. And as he returns his his eye contact with mine, I I I uh, I, I, I shout bibbity bobbity, and then and then uh, ooh squishy sounds. Uh, well, not good. What's he doing if he can't blind them? And then I cast blindness. <laughs> Oops. Alrighty. <laughs> Uh, so it's another con save. So uh, let's do a con save for. And you're doing this on the one on the left, Minotaur. Yes. Why? Let's see. Bam. Twenty-one. Damn, I'm good at rolling. No. Not a good thing. So you I mean, cast yes. a spell on this uh, this thing, but it just doesn't land. It's maybe like a fog. See, he's not a liar. Of darkness that appears around this thing's face, and it just. <laughs> Uh, kind of shakes it off, and you see it. The, the spell just doesn't hang on him like you want it to. It worked. Uh, what else do you want to do on your turn? Uh, me. Uh, hmm. Get out of the way might be a good idea. Yeah. Uh. You might want to get out. Of uh, no, it's not. Uh, not a good idea. I, I I move over over here. Yeah. Uh, Closer to the big boulder. Yeah, alright, let's see. Ooh, he liked that. You see, uh, you see both of the Minotaurs, like, following you. Uh, as you start running, you see them just like, they see a thing running. Um, they look very interested in it. Aura, your turn. I'm... You didn't say one is bigger than the other. They're both same size, right? That's correct. I almost made them the brothers from Final Fantasy VIII, but I didn't. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're definitely gonna... awful, and I don't want you to like them in any way. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna aim 
I'm gonna cast uh, protection from good and evil on the one in front of me, the one where my face I'm facing. Don't you cast Minotaur. it on us? Uh, one's one's called Minotaur, one's called Skeletor. Um, do you want me to? I can. I'll tell you what else I can do. Actually, I can put colors on them. I can put a green oh. green dot on that one. And yeah. A, so you protect the party, and then anybody who tra- tries to attack us, us, I think it's disadvantage. So you're putting. Uh, click the thing. Hang on, wait, wait, I can read it. Uh, no, I'll just post it one chat. willing creature you touch, you have to touch them, is protected okay. against certain types of creatures. Uh, aberration, celestial, elemental, faith means an undead. So who do you want it to be that you touch and grant? I'm gonna run over to Bo and put my hand on him, and it's like this little white cloud forms above his head. Nice. Yeah, I will put something on him. Uh, I guess as protection. I can't see what that does. My screen, I think it's like a little set of wings, which means yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he has auto rays or whatever it was called in Final Fantasy. All right. So, yeah, you run over to him and then uh, you grant this this spell. You see this, this protection land on him. Now, that's a concentration spell. Remember that. Okay. And uh, is that your entire turn? I'm, because it's a concentration spell, I'm just going to run over to at least have my back protected. Yeah, the Minotaurs like you running. You can see their heads like following you. As you each of the people that are moving around, they're instantly, their heads snap to you and follow you around. Ellie, your turn. These Minotaurs are now like beginning to... I buy Felicia to this side. Yeah. Um, which I would assume kind of puts me out of view of one of them. Yeah. Because behind that rock, but the other guy's probably going to see me. The other guy's really enjoying. Oh, boy. Skeletor the sexy. Uh. Oh, yeah. Whew. Um, I'm a little sc- intimidated by these. These are kind of scary. Uh, I'm a little hesitant to attack, but I, I'm, I'm going to do it. Whew, because I'm going before them. So... Nope. Oh wait, don't I get advantage? Uh, why? Because oh, I'm attacking the, first. The assassin thing. Yeah, let me double check what that is. I forget what it is. Yeah, I think it just means I get advantage. Yeah. Uh, then yes, you get assassinate. You have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat, and if you hit, it's a crit. Okay, I got twenty-four. So that okay. is a hit. Give me the uh, damage. It isn't. There is. Uh, there is sneak attack. There's no, there's no, wait, there is sneak attack? Yep. Okay. Because you had advantage on the roll. Oh, two sneak attack. Uh, so then hey, man. you roll another dice. Um, uh, okay. roll, roll everything again. Um, do I just roll 1d6, 1d6 again? Or? Just roll the sneak attack and hit click short bow again. Okay. Okay, 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 sorry. Uh, do, 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 do. There's that. Nice. And then there's that. All right. So in total, you deal about 400 damage um, to this thing. Uh, okay. So I think um, you just you just start running. I think your classic beginning maneuver here where you start running and you're already yeah. knocking an arrow and it flies um, straight for this guy. Like he's like hefting up a thing and the arrow just like cracks into the eye socket of this minotaur and you see it burst out of the top of its skull 
and now the arrow is just it's just got like an arrow through the eye there's the feather of the arrow um sticking out of his eye socket and it kind of like discombobulates it a little which, bit but which one were you attacking Skeletor. Skeletor. Uh, I'm, I, I would say that I'm trying to uh, be kind of obscured from uh, Minotaur, and I'm looking at Skeletor attacking him. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I can still, I'm very, very clearly facing him. So. Do you do anything else? I stealth, or I, I hope I stealth at 16. Try and hide. Uh, yeah. yeah. You. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's like some shadow, and it's already night, so you're kind of in there. Like, yep. I, I like curl up as close to the rock. Like, oh boy. I do. I'll roll for him now. See if he still sees you. Uh, you see him like follow you. He gets hit by the thing, and then when his head comes down, he doesn't seem to be able to track where you are. Okay. And uh, you uh, end your turn. It is now Minotaur's turn, which is the one on the other side. Marwood is pointing at Skeletor, and he says, "All right, she has started. We attack this one." And then there's like a dum 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 as this thing starts running towards Aura. How far away are you, Aura? Just close enough for him to run at you. You see him running straight towards you. Boom, 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 boom. He picks up like a crazy amount of speed. He's, um, he, he's like kicking up dust behind him. He brings his great axe down, though, and attempts to gore you with his horns as he's running at you. Um, let's see can I here. use Hellish Rebuke on him? You can if he hits. Yeah, he needs to, he needs okay. to first hit you. Um, so first... We do this. 23! Is that a hit? My AC is 18. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so. Your reaction... No, actually, no, it doesn't. My stuff goes first. So, I need a strength save from you. Okay. And 20. 20. That's a make. Um, and you are going to take an unnecessary amount of damage. This thing collides with you. Like, it brings its head down, and you see these, like, as it gets closer, you see that it's just huge. It's just a big, like, humanoid. It's a minotaur, but it's just a skeleton. Its eyes are, like, kind of down, and then these, these horns, and then you are hit by what feels like a train. And you take 25 piercing damage and are you still up no then you are flung you see uh this thing just smacks into aura bam flung 10 feet away Bo, i think she probably just lands in front of you boom rolls over and uh, aura is down marwood says uh okay now we run we leave her and run no, we're not leaving her. What's wrong with you? Uh, okay. Plan B? Yes, plan B, I'd say. Okay. Then, uh, watch this. And he starts running around in circles. He takes off, like, he unbuttons, nice. he unbuttons some stuff on his uh, clothing, on his very red-looking Sandwalker clothing, and starts running around in circles and saying... Come over here! Come on! Come get me! He says, uh, I saw this once, but I've never tried it. Um, you see both of the Minotaur's heads, like, snap towards him. He is taking the dodge action, which is a special action that you can take on your turn, um, which basically means until the start of his next turn, any attack against him 
has disadvantage. Um, and he's running around like one of those matadors. That's his turn. He stays where he is. Sooner your turn. I would like to use two sorcery points to mm. twin levitate. Oh. Okay. Hopefully this works. So they need to make a con save? That's correct. Right. And so you're twinning it onto Minotaur and Skeletor. You're not just that's doing correct. it twice to one. That's that's correct. Alright, I will roll for Minotaur first, who's just boom flung um aura. Bam. Sixteen? Yes. A make? Yes. And then Skeletor? Natural yes. twenty. <laughs> you attempt to like summon up some energy here and uh and levitate these two things but there's just so much chaos going on there's the the blood rush the fear as aura is is laying down kind of unmoving a great sword just out of a of a grip um these things are like beginning now to run towards you essentially because of marwood ellie's disappeared and they don't seem to notice when you stand still correct they're really attracted to that movement. They yeah, seem to be really going for whoever's running, although one didn't run after Ellie, but also no one knows where Ellie is. Okay. And I stay put. All right. Skeletor is running at Marwood. Oh, he can't get there. He runs up to here. Um, he does the charge thing as well. <clears throat> he runs, puts his head down, and just head the beelines for Marwood. Um, however, he actually can't make it. He uses his action to dash the extra bit, but it doesn't. He can't do anything when he gets there. That ends his turn. The other one looks like it's going to do this as well. Bo, it's your turn. Your Ooh. spell, the spell that you had on your head, is gone. It drops. Okay. The little cloud is gone. It drops All right. for a second. Oh, all right. Aura's looking good, so I'm gonna not go to her. What are you talking uh, about? Get what? her out of here. So, uh, I, I, it, it's not gonna notice me if I move one square now, will it? No. <laughs> no? Oh, it, okay. Uh, you start moving slowly-ish. Okay, I'm inching it, my way towards Aura. Marwood is running in, the, like, imagine Marwood is just constantly, like, shaking his uh, body. Like, the, the Sandwalker robes are flying around. And hey, he looks just, like he's doing a striptease for Come over here, so. come on! Oh, you know, I'm that I'm kind a, of thing. I'm gonna take this chance while, uh, while their eyes are elsewhere. I, uh, I uh, quickly do the Macarena... And then uh, lay my hands over on Aura, hoping she feels that that uh, pulse of, of goodness. Uh, cure wounds. Six healing. Aura, you once again, and I know you just spent this time unsubbing from my channel. Once again, wake up. Uh, you're on the ground. There is uh, the, the sensation of some level of healing. You, you've probably got broken ribs. That's what you're feeling like. You're like you've got like one side of you feels like it's just been just smacked, and you you almost definitely wake up like it it heals you a little. You can feel that there's like probably no it's healed you to the point where there's no internal bleeding anymore, but it doesn't do much for the bones. I think one side of you feels awful as you go to move or roll over. You 
feel extremely winded, go for the, the greatsword. You're currently prone, um, but you are alive. You're awake again. Um, but you're like laying on the ground as uh, Bo wakes you up. Bo, you still have a bonus action or more movement if you'd like. Oh, uh, well, I I, uh, I summon my, my little tiny hand, my mate's hand, and I make it form like a little fan, and then I start to, to fan Aura. Yeah, technically you can't do it, but I'll allow it. I can't. Because <laughs> your cantrip is an action. Uh, oh, oh. Is an action. But I'll, if you're right. just not doing anything, oh. then you can do oh. it. I don't care. Okay. Uh, Me. Yeah, you just summon up a mage hand. Well, I, and okay. fan, fan Aura. There's the absolute pitiful fan of a mage hand as you wake up as a Whoa. little tiny bit of air. You're not going to be okay. <laughs> I'd, pro- I'd be trying to like say thank you but I can't because the wind is just knocked out of me so just yeah. wheezing sounds like <sighs> and it's your turn you, what do you want to do to stand up by the way when you're knocked prone um, it takes half of your movement so if your movement is 30 feet it'll, it costs you like 15 foot of that movement to stand back up when you're prone there are different things you can do different rules apply to you it's much easier to hit something that's prone you get advantage on melee attacks but you get disadvantage on ranged attacks on prone things um if you're prone you can remain laying down you can play dead and stuff if you want to get kind of clever with it um but if you do want to stand up it will consume whatever half of your movement is since i got knocked unconscious I can't use Hellish Rebuke, correct? Because that moment is past. Um, yeah. The, so the, that's why I worked that out because I was worried that this would kill you in one. Um, the uh, the reaction, I think it does its damage and then you react to it. But unfortunately, the amount okay. of damage it did knocked you out, so your reaction didn't go off. Um, so yeah, you, you're. It's a reaction to use that. So the timer has been and gone. I'm just gonna slowly get to a crouch yeah and i'm gonna use it's totally running at marwood for the record the the one running at marwood i'm gonna grab my longbow and try to shoot at the one running at marwood all right they're both running at marwood they're both okay the one that's closest to him skeletor okay yeah Mindy attack roll. 15 is a hit. Nine. Nine piercing damage. Yeah, this arrow flies true. Um, probably uh, soon at Marwood, you, you suddenly see this arrow and there's kind of like a, a vaguely standing um, uh, aura with a longbow in hand. You see this thing. It hits like the pelvic bone of this um this minotaur that's running towards marwood and it snaps it off you see both the bone and the arrow fly one way it kind of causes the the skeletal minotaur to stumble a little bit but it doesn't take it down and um is that the end of your turn yeah i'm not moving i'm just i'm moving very slowly and i'm just staying very still next to Bo. Yeah. Did you actually stand up or not? Sorry, I forgot. No, I just stand crouched up. from prone. So I'm still crouching. Okay. Uh, Ellie, your turn. So I think that's still getting up though, right? For Yeah, for mechanical purposes, do you still want to be prone yeah. or standing? 
I'd rather be able to stand if I need. Yep. Yeah, um, you want it. You want to do that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to be, be prone anymore. Yes. Yeah. You can yes. Ellie fires off an arrow. Are you firing <laughs> at the one nearest to you? Yeah. And uh, yeah, 19 is a hit. 6, 6, 12. 12 damage. Same thing. <laughs> arrow comes in. You see a, like a bone from somewhere in this thing like fly off. You see like a wrist bone fall away. It loosens its grip on the um, the great axe in front of it, but it's still running at Marwood. Um, oh boy! Bringing us to uh, Minotaur's turn. He runs at Marwood, and he is going to attempt to gore Marwood with disadvantage. Oh shit! A nine is a miss. Marwood, um, like, kind of does the, the matador thing, pulls out the, uh, the, the cloak, the minotaur runs, ducks down, dum 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 dum, flies past him, uh, kind of shakes his head and turns around and then heads for him again. The, uh, Marwood says, hey, look at that! It worked! Uh, now hurry up! Kill them! Kill them! Well, uh, he's gonna do the same now thing. Now that aura's up, maybe we should return to plan A. Was plan A not to kill them? Or uh, plan C then to run away? Hmm. I want to yell, but I'm stealth. Damn it! Sooner, it's your turn. Yeah. All right, everyone, get ready to run. He um, says. What are they uh, carrying? Marwood says they can um, outrun us unless you are faster than uh, you look. Oh. Well, what if they can't see us? They're well, attracted said, to movement, them... right? Yes, 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 oh, yes. He's okay, well, g- get ready. Um, what are they carrying? Are they using, like, swords, or are they just trying to... They've got great axes. Wonderful. Okay, I'm going to cast Darkness on one of the great axes. Okay. Um... Mm, 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 mm. I don't think you can do it on the thing. You can. If the point you choose an, oh, object, an object that you are holding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you cast darkness on it, which does uh, 15 foot. 60 feet. 60 oh, foot. sorry. 15. Sorry. The, my range is 60 feet. It does 15 feet in every direction. 15 feet in every direction. Yeah. Uh, and it goes around corners and stuff. <clears throat> White, let's put a thing to represent your boy, the darkness. And, um, the darkness. The darkness. What is 15 feet here? Bam! On this one? On the other one? Yep. Uh, yes, that one. Okay. So, uh, yeah, magical darkness just fucking spreads out from this guy. And it is, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty effective. What okay. else do you want to do here? So, if I, um, so if I'm casting it on his axe that he's like holding, am I able to move around? Because I can't really see very well on the map. Can I move behind, or will the other Skeletor see me? Uh, the other one will definitely be able to see you. Oh, wait, you want to no, so move around this guy. 
Tell me where you want to move. Put yourself where well, you want to move. Well, the darkness is 15 feet, right? So it should span the two of them. Mm. They're only 15 feet apart from each other. N- not even. They're like 10 feet from each other. Yeah, okay. What is it? Is it a square? Um, It's a sphere. A sphere? Yeah. 15 feet. It feels like Skeletor would be on like, he might be in it, right. but he'd be on the very outside of it. You know, like Minotaur would be definitely the center of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I'm ca- if I'm casting it on his great axe, which is what he just lunged at Marwood with, then I'm assuming yeah. all three of them would be in darkness. If not, I'll cast it on. Well, yeah, that's what I want to do. So. Uh. I just want to make sure that before I move, that he can't actually see me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then yes, if they're both blinded everything is covered yeah everyone is in darkness okay then i will just back up until i'm no longer in darkness okay um Mm. i think i think we should run uh they both get to attack you still so you're aware you cannot i'll let you control z if you want they get disadvantage on the attack uh no that's okay yeah. Um Holy shit. Uh was I in there? Was I here though? Or was I here? You were in there. Okay. Um Holy shit. Will they move? That's the question. Uh yeah, I'm going to try to back up. All right. That's what I think I would do. Okay. So, you cast this darkness. There is a swing of a great axe that comes down towards you from inside this darkness as these things go wild. Um, One miss on an 11. Yes. Yes. 16. I shield. Shield. Comes oh, up. no, that they're both misses. Excuse me. They are both misses. Both misses on a 16? That's correct. You're a badass sorcerer. I, I, I am. I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> um, you got the plus one AC, maybe? I guess. What is your dex? Uh, 16? Your dex is 16, so your AC is 10 plus your dex plus the magical one that you got from Ahi at the beginning. Fifteen? Uh, That's what I thought. It says seventeen. Did I do anything special? That seems incredibly high. Yeah. Let me check. Hang on. I'm gonna open it. And it wasn't that way in the beginning episodes. Yeah. I know that for a fact. So uh, did we get something special or We just got that plus one from the beginning, I think. Just checking you don't right? have any weird secret things. I know I didn't have it that high in the first couple of episodes. So a dex is uh, it's a plus three, so it's three. But mage armor doesn't do anything special. I mean, it gives me the same thing. Yeah, we figured same. that out Ten last plus episode. Three it's useless. Plus one from Ahi's shield. So it should be 14. I don't know how yeah. it's broken out. Okay. Okay, then I will shield. 
Yeah, and hopefully I don't we don't remember at some point that you had something crazy going on, but I don't know. We what. did, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't Sorry. know. I don't know what. Okay. Um, the, uh, the... So you, you're going to cast shield? Yes, it's a reaction. Yep. And that gives you 19 AC, I think. Um, plus five? Yeah. Yes. So how does this look? Like, this great axe comes for your head now. I just uh, lift my walking stick up and a shadowy scythe end comes out and blocks his axe. Cool. I don't think so. Bing! And, uh, yeah, the the things are just fucking wildly stomping around in now just a pure pitch black darkness. Marwood says, Ah! I can't see! Get so just back up! London. Just back up, get ready to okay. run! Um, I think we should go, everyone. Skeletor shall attempt to attack Marwood with disadvantage. 13. Very lucky. <laughs> uh, actually, what is Marwood's AC? I think it's higher than 13. Let me double check. I think I closed it just then. Uh, oh, yeah. he He's not here. It's just a wild <laughs> over the top of him. Bo, your turn. You want to skedaddle? Okay, I think we're skedaddling. So I turn to Aura, and and I I, I say, we're not getting out of here. And I, I sweep her off her feet, and I'm carrying her. Uh, well, uh, to to Suna. <laughs> all right, give me an athletics check. Okay. Oh, all right. Oh boy. No oh, boy. All right. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a bit nervous. I mean, I'm never nervous. Okay. That is a natural one. You fall over oh, Aura's body. Yeah. You try and lift her over and you fall down and then you oh. fall over on the ground. Hey, uh, well. Look, you're gonna see us. Shucks. Uh, okay. Uh, you can get uh, back up and okay. move half your movement. <laughs> just, uh, just go. Uh, just get back. Uh, She'll come with you. She can I'll use her legs. You. I, I can use my legs. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, before, right. before I go, okay. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna once again cast cure wounds. Mm. So I, I hastily do a little dance, kind of like Michael Jack, uh, Thriller. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I, I lift my hands over, over her hastily, casting cure wounds. Nice. And she uh, feels a, a nice cold breeze. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. You are. Uh, you give the, the little, little heal of. Roll the heal points. Eight. And then you can run over to Suna. Okay. All right. I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, 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 go, 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 go behind the rock. Don't behind come the to rock. me. Don't oh. come to me. Okay. E. Okay. I. I'm. For my turn. Mm. I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to use my longbow and I'm going to shoot at Minotaur. You have disadvantage because they're in darkness. You're firing like blind okay. into a sphere right, of then I, darkness no, over there. I don't want to hit. I don't want to hit Marwood. So because of that, I'm gonna run around the rock and hide with Bo. Yeah. Ellie. Well, shit. Uh, how far can I move in total if I don't attack at all? I think well, you can 90, dash, right? Ninety feet. Yeah, you could get over to us. That's uh well, not perfect. 
I would have to We're, go around. Yeah, I would go I around. Would go like here, and then here, and then there, <laughs> or something. Right? Yeah, sure. Just Naruto run. I'm gonna Naruto run <laughs> over here. <Yeah. laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, she just I comes out of stuff. nowhere, and it's just like it's insane how far she's like running around this thing. I, and then when Marlwood's like, Holy "You guys shit. are fast enough," I'm like, "Oh yeah, watch." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, my name is Ellie Elian, and I'm the fastest guy alive, or whatever. Um, <laughs> Minotaur will try and swing. No, that's a gore. God, a great axe. Ten. Thank God. Um, oh towards uh, towards um, Marwood. Marwood is already gone. Marwood is uh, he's out of there. Like they're swinging these axes and hit. They're now standing over here. There's like there's about um, there's about like two minutes that pass of just. As the two in the darkness kill themselves as they just attack each other because they're blind and really dumb. Uh, and uh, they destroy themselves in the darkness. Eventually, the darkness is flung to one side as the darkness is on the Great Axe, as one Minotaur destroys the other one. The other Minotaur swings his great axe and it flies out of his now exploding hands as his bones are split and broken. Hits the other Minotaur in the head, breaks the Minotaur's head open, and they fall into two separate piles of bones underneath a sphere of darkness which runs out. And there are two dead Minotaurs. And Marwood dusts his hands and says, eh, Good work. Easy, eh? See, I told you I'd get you through this alive. Oh, yeah. That's all you. Yeah. Hey. I'm gonna, uh, can I collect any arrows? Mm, I fired did you two? fire two. me a D2. Two. Okay. Two. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, I walk back, I snap it out of his skull. Yeah. So. Marwood says, Okay. Uh, no time to lose, eh? Yeah. Always good to travel by night. See, I told yes. you, things that go bump in the night is, uh, be careful now of the ground, uh, breaking open. Because when the ground breaks open, that's when things come crawling up, and not just minotaurs, as skeletons, and, uh, have you ever seen a zombie scorpion? And that is where we end today's session. What? Oh, boy. Behind you is a scorpion zombie. No, I'm not kidding. Jeepers. Yeah, that was a pretty rough encounter, actually. Yeah. That was rough. But that was, that was a good way to deal with it. Um, either way, you would have been able to run away. Um, they're extremely dumb, which was really all I based that on there. And uh, also, we're at time, so you got lucky. <laughs> and so we will carry on on the journey. Lucky. I journey. hate my curse. New journey to the yeah. year. No, you're supposed to say, I love my curse. I Gosh. love it. I, I love my curse. I am personally a big fan of it, and uh, I'm enjoying it, but, you know. Me. I, <laughs> uh, Holy shit, that was stressful. Yeah, good, uh, good sesh. Two big fights, very nicely dealt with. You're learning. I'm proud of you. You guys are doing great. Lost your lives. 
at what point am I going to run if this goes really bad? And then Aura got knocked down. I'm like, oh, God. So while you were RPing, I rolled for the random encounter table myself. And that was the roll for one again. And I know you don't believe me, but that's what happened. <laughs> I rolled the one again and I was like, okay. Now, I think the nighttime version isn't too bad. And I looked at it and it was two Minotaur skeletons. And I was like, yeah, that one sucks. So yeah. enjoy it. Nighttime. Nighttime is... Uh, Pretty horrible random encounter table, but you know, got to catch up with your boy symbol if you can. And we'll see whether you do that. Probably, probably will actually see that next week because I assume you'll finish yeah. your uh, your journey and you'll arrive at your destination on the sat nav there during next week's episode. I would assume uh, if I was to guess, but usually when I try and guess those things as a GM, that's not how it goes. So we'll find out. You can join us at the same time next week, but before then, if you'd like to see these people in their natural habitats, then you can stalk them at their houses. Um, so everybody, we'll do a quick round of shout-outs. Just give your address out, the exact location, and okay. um, then people can come and find you. I'm kidding. Where where do you stream, Pocket? Twitch.tv slash Pocket. That's easy. P-O-K-K-E-T, because I spell it special. Uh, it was a lot of fun this week. I thought we were going to die every single time. That's great. <laughs> so I'm glad we did it. Yeah. I always think that though. Every time there's a counter, I'm like, we're probably gonna die here. Yeah, it's been Just pretty rough. Of a spider. It's been pretty rough. I uh, I don't rely on random encounter tables usually this early on in a campaign for this reason, and I'm remembering why. And hmm. I haven't learned my lesson yet. Oopsie. But we're learning our lesson. Of, we should probably just run. <laughs> you're like, you're going to be so battle hardened though for this whole campaign. Like, I'm not going to be able to throw anything at you by the end of it. You're going to be like, yeah. We're going to get to the Guardian and be like, eh, let's just run around. Baphomet, please. <laughs> come on. Um, what about you, KPP? Where people, where can people come and get you and find you and watch you stream? Uh, I stream at Katie Peters plays. Um, I've been playing all horror games all month and we played a good one today and I screamed. So that was fun. Um, <laughs> I keep almost dying and it's just like a roller coaster of emotion every single time. Yeah, I'm sorry. But the thing and, is, you're uh, like the tank, kind of. And, and every time I go down, I... you're the unofficial not tank tank. So, yeah. Yeah. What, what you I could do. Take... Is, is buy a shield and just, like, take a long sword or something that you can hold in one hand if you want to go for more. I energy, have but... a shield. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but you're not using the shield. That's the thing, because you're using two hands on the great sword. So if we ever go shopping in the game, I'm going to look for some things. Can, um, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm Katie Pierce Plays. Just come hang out with me if you'd like. And I'm here on Wednesdays for Nocturne, which pay me GMs, so... There's that too. All right. There we go. What about you, Disby? Uh, speaking of shopping, well, hopefully next week we can do a bit of shopping so I can buy myself a new ass. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> other than that, you, you can find me on Twitch TV, uh, dash this BRX. And uh, I'm also doing the whole scary games thing since it's October. So if you like your spooky games and you like a good scare, yeah, come, come on over. And what about you, PB? Hi, I'm Pumpkinberry. Um... That was really scary. I wasn't sure if I should use the twin on the darkness and cover both both their weapons or if I should try to levitate them and see if we could kill them that way, but it worked out in the end. Um, yeah, you can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Pumpkinberry. 
I'm also playing scary games this month, but right now I'm playing a, a comedy game Monday through Friday called Yuppie Psycho, which is a weird anime corporate you're like some some guy in the office and you have to pretend that you're just a regular worker but meanwhile you're hunting like a witch in the office and you're killing people and there's blood everywhere it's hilarious it's great um yeah and that's what i'm up to i'm here on mondays uh for zbo and then also on wednesdays where i gm nocturne so you should come by for that one because that's spooky as fuck and i love it oh and lost in vivo which is really scary that's a really good game too but yeah that's me Thanks, All Brad. All right, there we go. Uh, thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks to Nathan for the uh, patron. You need probably would have been better if he had come along with you and helped you out, but he cashed for the Aracocra. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys, this is all hard and difficult and rough and stuff, but you have survived every encounter. So, you know, just, just because you're not, like, you know, just smashing the shit out of it and it's just destroyed HP-wise, you can still, you're still coming up with stuff and uh surviving each encounter even though it's harrowing so that's it's you know it's still good it's scary but no. you are surviving and you're fine and you're you're doing it you're still winning the encounters technically so good job do you want to do you want to know which card i pulled for next episode yes the hanged man <laughs> i'm so excited that's not always the worst card though no. we'll see we'll see what it what it means i will uh yeah Be i don't know bird guy uh would you say Brad, that we have gained a level. Not yet. God damn it. <laughs> I need to get to rid of some of my... One of my spells. <laughs> I, I'm saving up for wind walls, so... <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you only got to reach level nine. Um, <laughs> Can we... We got a name... I, I'm looking at the Discord. The assassination of Bobo. Yeah, I don't know if we can, though, because it's just going to flag YouTube bullshit stuff. <laughs> but I did like the name, the Assassination of Boba. I'll go and double-check what I can name Bobo it now. Assault. Uh, there, there's, there's so many good names yeah. in the Discord. I saw them on the break, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know which one, whether I'm allowed. We'll find out um, what the... Do you know now in the future, those of you that watch watching the VOD? Thanks for watching. We will see you next week. For Next the actual Sunday. assassination. Oh, what? Canadians, no. Canadians, happy Thanksgiving. That's it. That's what I wanted to say. All right. See you. Brad hates you, but I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.